What's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting edition of Real Estate Podcast, episode 338. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm packing my church warden with that hobby weed with Adam. <laughs> that hobbit weed. Dude, Garrett ordered one of those pipes one time. I mean, <laughs> they had them on like Bud K. You remember? You could get like Frodo's sword. Yeah. I'm like, does it glow? <laughs> yeah. When there are orcs nearby. <laughs> I remember uh, one of our. Um... I remember when one of our local junk stores had a replica of uh, Sting uh, in the back is behind the jewel case. And I remember it was there. It was like a commemorative, um, you know, I mean, it was a, a real scaled version of it, but like it had the authenticity to it and yeah. everything. It was, it was one of those buys that got away. Like the, the yeah. old, like the older me would have been like, eh, I think I'm going to part with some money and throw this on the wall. But, yeah. So I'll be the first to admit. So I watched the original trilogy, of course, as they released, you know, and then I went and watched Two Towers and Return of the King in theaters. I think I went to the midnight screening of Return of the King um, or Two Towers. I went to one of them. I went open at night. Um, so I watched them, watched them when they released you know, on DVD and then watch the extended versions when they released. And I haven't watched Lord of the Rings since then. Nah, dude, at least 10 years. Yeah. It's Man. been a very long time for me. Yeah. And, um, Jesus Christ, does this movie hold up? Dude, it oh, had been so long that everything kind of run together. Yeah. Like, right. What do they do in this movie? Oh, there's that thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's beautiful film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's always been kind of brought up from time to time. Like, you know, one of the things that the movie's known for, because I mean, this is one of those big budget franchises that managed to, you know, full blown win some, like it won a ton of Academy Awards, had at least a ton of nominations, you know, mm -hmm. and just the scenery, like, you know, people, <laughs> my wife's one of them too, that, gives these movies crap because it's a lot of walking, but it's like, no, nah, man, if you're taking in the scope of where they're filming yeah. at, the places, like all that. Just, New Zealand. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I could sit and watch drone footage of New Zealand landscapes and I think I'm cool with it. Like I oh, could God. live in the Shire. Yeah, I for sure. I kind of did uh, one time. I mean, pretty <laughs> much, man. This this go around because uh, I'm I'm kind of there with 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 Griffin when he was saying uh, on on the the his different viewings of it, um, have a couple of more under the belt just because the children got into it and so they watched the movies like the, like this is one of one of the kids' uh, favorite film series and you know it, usually they would watch it they would watch it yearly so I mean. You know, me sitting along for the ride was just, you know, in bits and pieces here. But as far as like sitting down, like gonna take it in for myself and experience the journey again, um, it was a pleasant, it, I, I, you know, I really, I, I'm really in, you know, I'm glad we're watching them, you know. Dude, yeah. I was on the edge of the bed, mouth breathing. Um, <laughs> and I never got comfortable. I sat there that whole time. I was like, my back hurts later, but. Yeah, right. It's I like as soon as Gandalf shows up and he hops in there and he's like, Gandalf. I'm just like, yeah, Gandalf. 
I mean, yeah, you're back. You're right yeah, back dude. in the. You're back right back in the wagon with him, dude. I was. Yeah. There was a. I don't know if y'all had, if y'all caught this at the beginning, uh, but I've I never noticed it for some reason until uh, this go around. But I, I died when I heard it. When um at the at, whenever it's the moment where Gandalf and Frodo are talking about the ring, I think it's the very first time, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam like whenever he busts in and yeah when he's digging in the yeah. weeds yeah yeah well there's this there's this part where when that goes down Gandalf grabs him yanks his ass through that uh-huh. window and he's like Sam likes the games he he's like were you eavesdropping on our conversation blah 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 yeah and Sam's like he's like no Mr. Gandalf sir I'll be dropping the leaves on yeah, you <laughs> I'm dropping the leaves I fucking lost it man like it was hilarious How, like, Ian McKellen. Oh, oh, dude. He puts on a fucking performance of a lifetime. Him and I would argue Christopher Lee. For both. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anytime either one of those actors are on screen in this movie and for the subsequent films as well, they still the fucking show. Like when mm-hmm. they fight, dude, that was a proper wizard fight, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was like spinning oh, around. Oh, I remember, I remember seeing that, and I remember that fight in theaters because I was just like, "Now this is how you fucking throw down with some magic at the time," you know? Yeah, yeah. And well, dude, I, Christopher but, Lee is like, "Come on, this dude looks like a bad guy." Oh, he's a legend. Look at the thing he stays in. Looks like he's going. Yeah. I'm gonna go get his help. As soon yeah, as you see his staff, it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, it's a bad and, dude here, and. I thought myself just kind of just, you know, when it comes to these revisits, you know, uh, it's always nice to be able to watch it because, you know, you're able to kind of let the part of you that's following the story kind of hang like ride shotgun and you can kind of take in the more technical stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, 10 years of pre-production, man, mm-hmm. all over the screen, every yeah. single frame, dude. Yeah. And I mean, it just, it goes to show you what, just how, like, that was something I was telling my wife. The more I watched the movie, the angrier I got at Hollywood. Because this film came out in 2001, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's 2023. This movie holds up better on a visual level than, like, Peter Jackson has been able to make three films that no matter how much CGI unreal engine shit Marvel cooks up, doesn't, it doesn't pale to it. Mm, Yeah. Like none of it does. I mean, as much as I, you know, I know we're talking about two completely different. Well, they don't put the kind of time into plus the practical effects with the, I mean, dude, he started working on that in like 1991. And yeah, when you go and, back and watch that footage, because I've seen that. You, I sat around with Garrett and watched it. He had it on a, I think, DVD or something. But we watched the whole, remember when they released that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you could just watch them, like, making the suits. And the, it got footage of everything. Yeah. Proof of them. And it's like some shitty-ass, like, DV cam footage. I mean, just, mini just DV. The, sheer, the sheer amount of quality put into this film. And, you know, the whole series, I mean, I know we're just honing in on fellowship tonight, but just 
as a whole, man, like this, I mean, there's a reason why not. Yeah. It's, there's definitely a reason why Lord of the Rings also holds up as the, you know, the standard for fantasy and the literature spectrum, but they, they like Jackson was able to take it and make it the same standard on a cinematic level. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things I think you can do when you're, when you're taking a story and crossing it over mediums, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And just, and dude, like the amount of, the amount of fucking ground that they cover because yeah, I, I never noticed it in my previous viewings, but whenever they're in the snow or before they get to the snow and they're like, we've been traveling for 40 days already. And it's like, God damn. I mean, brilliant. I mean, brilliant pacing, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you like when, yeah. Or uh, for instance, when they, um, when they roll up at the tavern, like when they leave the oh, shire yeah. and and they're talking yeah. to the dude when when, when we first like when we pirate. first get our yeah when we first get our glimpse of Aragorn, <clears throat> so they make cool. a point they make a point to let you know that you know when Frodo goes up to the bartender he's like yo I'm I'm looking for Gandalf he goes I ain't seen him in six months yeah it, it's, it's like, like what yeah, yeah like months. six six months since he left him they parted in the woods you know well, it was the yeah. bartender yeah that said that. The guy at the yeah. bar, he was like, and, he hadn't been here and since, and it's like, whoa, and they're like, oh, we came all this way. The Viggo no. Morrison, dude. Oh, kill so it. fucking they're... good as that character. There's always this scene that I remember. Every time I watch this, I love it. Whenever, you know, whenever he's like, I'm going to go look around, and Frodo wakes up, and they got a fire. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like, packings. These motherfuckers start showing up. That yeah. shot where he's fighting them, and it does that. It's that crane shot after he kicks everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And it comes mm-hmm. in sideways, and he's like checking all the hallways. Yeah, that's such a cool shot, man. Yeah. Dude. Oh, absolutely, dude. And that oh. character, Aragorn, as a character, is such an incredibly well written character, man. I think he's my favorite. Yeah. Look, that painting wow. behind them at at Rivendell, where the sword's yeah. at, the broken one. That picture in the back, dude, wants it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like that was. That was the most heavy metal cover, <laughs> like just sitting there. But uh, but yeah, I it's I I was trying to figure out who was going to be the character. I'm gonna be in the back, you know. I'm 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 gonna be following all the way through, like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. yeah. Because we have a, a you know, it's your classic. I mean, there's even even the moment like when they're um when they're on the mountainside and Saruman's fucking with them in the snow. And, you know, they're like, you know, Gandalf is like, man, we really don't need to go to Moria. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's this whole moment where they're like, we got to get the fuck off the mountain because the hobbits are going to die. And it just cuts to Gandalf. He goes straight up. He goes straight up. Uh, dungeon master. He goes, yeah, let the hobbit decide. And it, was yeah. like, it was like playing D and D, man. Yeah, man. Really? Yeah. Dude, oh. the the mines of Moria, like that fucking Balrog scene, dude. Well, and that's the th- that's <laughs> the thing that I noticed the most about this is like, <clears throat> you know that when they go in the mines, the Balrog and all that happens, you forget about the fucking troll and uh, yeah. all the goblins and fucking orcs that oh, they yeah. fight. Oh, I forgot about him knocking that. that shit in that hole. It was like, oh, yeah, they just look at him. 
And he's like, why don't you fucking throw yourself in the hole next time? Yeah. I'm like, I'm with him, dude. You're going to have to roll. And to add to what we said earlier about McKellen's performance, man, the look on his face when Frodo goes, we will go through the mines. He's like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) To have such long hair, a giant fucking wizard hat, and a fucking big-ass beard, that's the most facting I've ever seen Ian yeah. McKellen do in my oh, life. He's killing it when he's uh, you. Yeah, when he's hitting the pipe, whenever he comes in there and he's like, "Where's fucking, uh, where's Bilbo?" Oh, I mean, every, he's sitting every, there in the front of the fireplace thinking about that ring. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> oh, dude. man, the penitent man. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, every every scene um, that had him and Bilbo talking mm-hmm. was incredible. Yeah. Cause like, cause the whole, cause obviously somewhere in all of it, and I'm sure Tolkien must have had his various different ways or different meanings, I guess, with some of the stuff. Um, but the idea that like, if you look at Bilbo as like an addict, yeah, and the way Gandalf, you know, he extends the helping hand to the addict that thinks he's alone, you know. Yeah. And seeing how and seeing that dynamic kind of happen with that, like you know, you could totally take anyone who is the ring bearer outside of Sauron, and you're like, that's the addict's tale. Like that's mm-hmm. the, you know, it's that that story of you know trying to break away from the clutches of addiction and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, like and when Gollum, makes... when he says, when he was like my precious, he said, oh, somebody's called it that before. Well, he goes back to the annals, and yeah, and you start seeing a lot of people writing that, that have had the ring. They're writing about it. They're like, "Yeah, my precious totem or artifact." And he's like, oh, "They wouldn't even fucking touch word. it." He was like, Mm-mm. "Yeah, oh yeah." Like, I'm a good wizard, but that thing will corrupt me. I don't want to. Yeah, and that explanation, he was like, "I don't need to touch it. I don't mm-hmm. need to have anything to really do with it because if if it corrupts me." I will fuck everything. <laughs> like, well, and, well, the way I, I interpreted it, the way he says it in the film, because I feel like this is a type of story where it's like, dude, as much as, you know, we've done a lot of movies based on books and all that stuff, like, they, they, they stand on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're that fucking good that it's like, who cares what changes are, you know, happened here and there and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, just and, and, and the con- yeah. the contrast. I I love towards the end of the flick where you have them. They they get off the little boats. They're out looking for for firewood, and then Boromir's like, "I fucking want that ring, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> we got to figure out what the fuck's going on, and like be. And then you have <coughs> not long after that scene, <clears throat> that moment that. Aragorn, yeah, and Frodo have where like, where he's like holding, he's holding it in his hand, and he goes and close like closes his hand around it. And he was like, he's like, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Like, it's such a oh, powerful dude. fucking scene, dude. It's so good, man. Well, I mean, like, like, well, even well, you know, you're 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 mentioning the end of the film, but even even so much so as like around the end of the first half, where the fellowships fucking forge. Like, there's that whole the whole thing where you see all the different heads of these different races of men. They're all just bickering back and forth, back and forth. Oh, and the reflection in the ring. Yeah. When Frodo's looking at it, he's like, I'm going to have to do it. And Frodo just straight up, yeah, and he goes, I'll take it. 
And once again, that facting kicks in because Gandalf just, he just closes <laughs> his eyes. He's like, I knew you'd do it, but yeah. God damn it. I, my boy, my like, boy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, you really, even Orlando Bloom fucking acts his ass off in this movie. For real, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I forgot mean, that was him. Well, I mean, it don't for, look for like a, him. Well, like for a long time, Orlando Bloom was legless to me. Yeah, even right. like like he even showing through. Yeah, man. Even after that, and I would say even even more recently and stuff like he was. I know I know the releases are all macheted out with this, but in terms of like how I've taken in the films and stuff, you know, he he even like like for the longest time I thought he was the guy from Kingdom of Heaven, you know. Yeah. Like, cause he he kicks he he kicks ass in that fucking movie too. All of them do, especially Edward Norton. But anyway, um, I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone from every range of of like fame that's on this, cause it's a stacked cast. But even though it came out when like when it came out in two thousand one, you know, some of these actors hadn't even hit their peak yet, their well, pinnacle. This was. This With was, him, this was like his second movie, really. He'd yeah, done yeah. Couple, like three TV shows. Uh, I'm, yeah, and this is before... He was uh, a Dominic, nobody. Well, this is before Dominic Monaghan broke our hearts and lost. Yeah. As Charlie. Um, Elijah Wood, I mean, he was always doing, you know, B-level stuff yeah. and everything. And, you know, I, I want to say this was a, a like his big, you know big return to like a, the, the silver screen. Well, he did but the then, kid you know, movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like this, this good son. Well, then he, you know, he goes on to, to do all the, 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 the other great projects he's been a part of. Perfect Frodo. I mean, yeah. for crying out loud, this is, this is when we get, uh, Sean Bean before he becomes Lord Edder, Nedder, Ned Stark. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> a meme was born. Yes. yes. When he'd put his fingers together, I was like, ah, oh, yeah. not simply yeah. march into, you know, it was like, oh, yeah. dude, that is like a, such so, a famous meme. So here's my question on, on, on the extended edition of this that we watched, because I'm not familiar with, and it's been a really long time, obviously. I don't um, know what's added in. Well, part of me was kind of, as I was watching, part of me was like, man, Something that this movie does different than a lot of modern films, and by modern I mean, you know, obviously 23-year newer movies. Uh, but I feel like the extensions are just those scenes. The scenes were longer. Well, yeah, like, like yeah, especially like the uh, the landscape scenes. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that that makes it such a better experience it did. because it it lets each group each rounds of dialogue were like really because that's the thing no there's no downtime in this movie no. even the downtime you're still getting more you're exposition moving. as to what's going yeah yeah and i wonder if some of those some of the extensions is just letting the letting some of the space between those big he dialogue heavy moments breathe more yeah yeah to cut it down yeah. they just tightened it up yeah and there's little things like whenever you know, whenever they're leaving, uh, after Frodo's like, you know, I'll take the ring and they're, they're walking out and, you know, it shows all of them. They first start moving yeah, and he, wait. and Fro 
Yeah, Frodo walks walks through the archway, and he's like, "Which way?" And Gandalf's like, "You know, that way." Left. Like they they cut that out, and yeah. it's like really like to me that right there just cements who Frodo that. is as a character. Yeah, because it's like he took this task upon himself, not really knowing like the full extent of like danger, yeah. because well, he's, he's never yeah. been out of Shire. Like, well, he's, he's he's absolutely taking Gandalf's word for it. But he's yes. willing to take the ring because when he sees them all arguing, it's like, oh, this ain't going to work. Yeah. They're not going to be able to handle this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, well, yeah, well, it's the classic. It that has to be. Crown, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, it's. And, well, well, like uh, something I was wanting to cap on earlier that I kind of trailed off, you know, because it, it's easy to just take a tangent on this movie and gush about like just even the most minute things with it, you know. But um, when Gandalf's talking about, you know, why he won't even touch the fucking ring, because even he even says it's that small bit of dollar where he's like, even with my intent to do good, mm-hmm. the the ring would unleash a power that that It'll like it's you. yeah if and if it, it, it they always make that point in the movie which I thought was great was how they were like no nah, dude ring wants to be found yeah. Like you ain't hiding. You right, have to when just... he fell and it landed on his finger. Oh yeah, yeah. the ring did that. Yeah. Which it's crazy because, uh, and I, and of course I'm going to find a way to include Berserk if I can. <laughs> but um, the the main MacGuffin of Berserk is this little necklace pendant called the Behelit, and it's what allows you to do all the weird stuff in the anime. Well, it operates the very same way that the One Ring of Power does. It goes where it, it like it, it comes to people in their most weakest moment, where like they're where they're gonna they're gonna be willing to make a deal with the devil. Yeah. That's when it shows up. They can have it their whole life and then lose it for you know ten, twenty years, and then suddenly they're somewhere and it's fucking it just washes up to them. Yeah, like that's the same way that the ring does, and I like because as I was watching it, like I made that kind of connection in my mind. I'm like, oh, okay, I can well, see like, where Mira probably pulled this from. All that time that it was with Gollum, it was just staying safe, kind of oh, away rock, from you know, just, yeah, waiting just for the perfect pre- time. Was it two thousand years? Yeah, twenty five hundred years actually. I think the way according to the movies, uh, like even Bilbo, there's no evil in his heart. But when he does, he's like, "Oh, you got my old ring on." (laughs) It's like, yeah, Yeah. you forget why we're here. Yeah, Uh, but with the way he does his face, oh man, at that brief moment. Well, I was sitting there like, dude, that's that's an old trick Jackson used in the Frighteners. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that really quick jump face morph type thing. Yeah. I always remember I jumped in the theater when that happened. Like it, it's, See, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't expect the motherfucker yeah. to roll out the well, fucking sharp teeth on me. Well, this movie also has a lot of, a lot of those like, for like a you know really heartwarming moments, like when Bilbo yeah. is. Uh, yeah, like oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, what? That's Mr. the Frodo. ending, you know? Like, yeah, call him Frodo. He's like, I'm going to drown. I'll drown if I have to. I said, I'm not going to leave you. Like, don't get me wrong. That's, of course, that's the tear jerk. Yeah. But but at the same time, though, all throughout the movie, you know, you have different characters where that when they when they show you all their plots, like Gimli rolls into Moria and realizes the dwarves have been fucking just blown the and fuck out. It's been out. a while ago. I mean, from the way things look. Um, 
Legolas is like just, you know what I mean? He's he's doing his thing. Yeah. Fucking, they all have their different plights, <clears throat> but there's always a friend there that's like, no, dude, you ain't doing this alone. You're good. Yeah. Like, chin up, let's keep going. The only way out's through. And like that shit, like, you know, like I said, that stuff always like, you know, we all, we all know that there's going to be the one moment that comes in the third movie where if none of you fucking shed it, if we, if the three of us don't shed a tear when it goes down, message was over the head. Well, dude, you know? I know that Gandalf's coming back and I was still bummed out when he falls. I'm like, well, well, I mean, dude, well, y- y'all know like, what I'm uh, talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about you about the, the, you, you buy the no one scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I know we'll get to that, but you know, just like, there's so many, there's some, like there, it's easy to take the whole quote power of friendship motif and make it really cheesy, campy and, and dumb. But when you, when you fucking harness it right and you've got a damn good writing from damn good source material, it's so impactful. And it, and I mean, dude, this movie does that shit in spades. Yeah. Absolutely. Even to the bitter end for some characters, you know, even Boromir's like, Oh man, I wish you were my king. You know, like all this stuff, it's just Mm -hmm. like followed you. Yeah. Well, you're dying now. You say that, but (laughs) 15 minutes ago we was having issues. but even Aragorn felt bad for him. He's like, ah, man, he knows he's like the ring got you. Yeah, I get it. it. And and what's incredible too uh, is all the shots of like the you know the iconic places in Middle Earth, um, Isengard, Mordor, all that. Knowing that most, if not all, of that is just straight up model practical effects. Yeah, yeah. is just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the one of the only real major CGI heavy shots <clears throat> is obviously it's the one where every time it's like, meanwhile in the den of the orcs, and yeah. they're just you know the camera pans through the fucking shithole that they're li- living in, which is like, didn't it? I you know when we watched Mad God earlier this year? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it had kind of in the mud and. Yeah, yeah, it gave me those vibes too, man. Like, yeah, it's cool revisiting this with so many other films now under the well, and like really sitting down and watching it. Yeah, you know, know knowing you're gonna talk about it. Watching this in my thirties is is a far different experience than when I was a kid. And like, you already know the full story, so you can kind of sit there and really take it in. Like when fucking Hugo Weaving's like, "Nah, the men have failed." Like oh, we can't, dude, we can't right? depend on them. And I was like, he ain't <clears> wrong <throat> there. Dude, yeah. when, they were, when they were tearing down the trees uh, around Saruman's tower, like I immediately was like, there's unrest in the forest. Yeah. There's something <laughs> for the trees. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I mean, <clears throat> to, all right, so here's, here's a question. If they had really, if Jackson had released this movie the way we're watching it, the three and a half hour version, mm-hmm. would it have made the money it made, and like would the would the trajectory have stayed the same? I think yes. so. 
Because it's so like, good. It adds more. I feel, yeah, I feel like it would have, It too, shouldn't have man. been cut. You know, the studio had to be pressuring. And right. it's like, dude, I'm, it's cut as much as I can, really. I mean, yeah. there's no chuffer well, here. The thing is, is the, uh, the OG theatrical cut is two hours and 58 minutes. Once you remove the 30 minutes worth of credits then you, they're realistically only adding about 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes to the movie. Yeah. And no, dude, if, if anything, I think it would have enhanced the experience yeah. a little bit more. It did. Because for me, it watching, I think this is the first time well, I've seen it. The uncut one, like with it being as long as it is, I think that would have added more of the, the spectacle and the event of like, all right, me and the family are going to load up and go watch. Oh, it's the a night. Fucking, yeah. Going you know, to eat, and, going to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And not only just Lord of the Rings, but like a fucking legitimate adaptation. Yeah. But no, I think maybe two towers that's skirting the line four and a half hour long. You know what I Probably mean? Probably long credits that, oh, though. Again, well, yeah. what's, what's crazy is that like, but still though, we're looking at two more films that are telling a continuous story that are e- like when you when, when you think about it, the whole idea of Justice League when it came out earlier on the HBO Max with its uh it, the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. it's just as long as these movies. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, and everyone kind of like I don't know. Like I know that I've. It's been absolutely well documented on the podcast that I've been an advocate for like, hey, man, if it don't have to be too long, don't make it too long. Sure. For certain but, movies. Yeah. I, I be, you nailed it there, When this Adam. went the off, movies I was like, like damn, this, already? Yeah. I was like, I still got 30 minutes left. And I kept skipping well, ahead, making sure there wasn't nothing in the credits. Like, Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. So, so, did, any, so did either of you gentlemen uh, long, like, marathon the whole fucking thing or did you guys block it up no, I, I watched, watched the whole thing in one sitting i sat down last right. night played I, it had, I had to i had to i had to block it i hit the intermission exactly where it was we got the elron going you shall be the fellowship cut to black i was like good enough for me pause and then um came back and you know i, I felt like it was like these movies are like i feel like they the way they have it because I assume we're probably going to reach another moment in uh, Two Towers and as well as uh, Return of the King where we'll have that moment where it's like, all right, if you want to pause, go live your life a minute, come back, <laughs> you can. But like I'm going to try to... my night. I'm going to try to sit through home, the other. I popped it on. And yeah. I was going to like my... try to do stuff while I was watching it. Because I had some it's stuff. So captivating, like, I, was fold, so I couldn't even fucking fold a fucking t-shirt, man. <laughs> I'd pick it up and you, just man. be sitting there watching it, like. Well, I thought I could. Uh, I thought I could honestly sit there with my coffee this morning and, you know, cram a good bit of it and you know read some headlines on the phone and everything. And nope, wasn't happening. The minute yeah, we started, the minute I started, you in, dude. the moment Kate Blanchett's narration kicks in, I was like, mouth breathe. Yeah. For another ring was made. And I'm like, you tell me more. <laughs> of mortal. Well, and, and one thing that I, one thing that I want to hit on before we close it out is like, you know, talking about like the miniatures and all that kind of stuff, but like the set design for the exotic locations, like not only the natural look of everything and how beautiful it was, 
but just how like over the top, huge, beautiful, everything else looked. I mean, every place that they went to had a very unique feel to it, had a very interesting look to it. And like, it was perfect. Like the, the mines looked different than the city of elves, than the other, like than the, yes, there was no like, you, you yeah. felt like as an audience member, you were on a journey with these characters and you didn't feel, cause like, yeah, with the set design to add what you're saying, man, it was so consistent to the degree that like there weren't like, I don't think anything was reused more than the whatever times it took for them to get out of that place. Yeah, exactly. And how they were able to make the hobbits blend in. Certain times you can tell you like, so that's kids, little people there. We don't, cause there's a lot of that where they shoot them from behind or they shoot the other side. Yeah. Well, Well, for instance, the, um, the the shire sequence between gandalf and bilbo yeah oh when he comes in knowing that that's total force perspective is incredible not like i don't there's no cgi there no yeah no camera tricks yeah and that was that was just shoot down but whenever he had when gandalf takes his hat off and hands it to one of them when they're in the mines yeah. The hat's like almost as big as the fucking Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it's man, like it looks so seamless the way it runs together. Like, yeah, right. Oh, for real. Especially when, yeah, like, yeah, those little those little moments where, I guess it's just because we're trained to try to find those 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 things now. But like, once again, uh, calling back to the Shire sequence, uh, when he hands his hat and staff over to Bilbo, like. I was waiting for that quick little edit, like I'm 2001, y'all. That yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah. no, nah, dude, it's I mean, dude, dude, just it's in that 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 class of movie that holds up. It's going to be timeless, obviously. Sure. It's in the same boat, I would say, as the original Jurassic Park. It doesn't matter how many decades yeah. pass. The only thing that's going to date is going to be, you know. The fact that it's in the nineties, you know? yeah, yeah, and and just to just to finish out, like it's it's amazing how you know in this movie there's a lot of ass hauling. We see a lot of different locations. Uh, the way that they were they that Peter Jackson and and even how it was written and everything was able to tell something on the scale of like visiting different planets and seeing different cultures and different things like that, but knowing that it's like condensed down on one planet and being able to keep the continuity of the environment around them where the architecture and things is the, the the thing that like really defines that specific area. It's like, it's amazing. It's so well done. And like Lord of the Rings and the way that it was treated and the way that it, continues to hold up is the exact same path. And I don't want to get on a too big of a tangent with this, but this is the exact same path that someone needs to treat the dark tower stuff. Yes, 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 yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. Cause like well, they got a storyboard the hell out of it. I mean, there was a, there had years. to be a storyboard for every shot. Yes, Like there had to, there had to be a storyboard warehouse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, honestly, it's like this movie for me absolutely sets the standard for how, like, how you make that's why cinematic, we got let like, down like the, later. It's in how life. You, it's like, oh man, 
Yeah, because yeah, well, well, yeah, I saw it, Lord like, of the Rings though. You could have done better. I mean, Jackson Jackson went too hard too soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It, it's the standard for how scope should be brought to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, sure, there are absolutely other avenues that a filmmaker can take. Christopher Nolan is someone who absolutely can do that too. But when his you're, fantasy when you're, is just different. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, this he's more science fiction. It's just he the timelessness that it has. And I think it's that it's that that it's it's a nuance that that high fantasy brings to the table. Yes. Um Peter even Jackson though it doesn't nerd. Even though be. it even though it doesn't pale in comparison to Lord of the Rings, you know, there was that same feel cinematically speaking to game of thrones yes sure. absolutely yeah uh because i because like i'm not comparing either of them stories because that is pure blasphemy but yeah but um, but the sense of scale and like yeah how, how the the locations differed but it all felt like it was a seamless cultural flow if you will yeah there and there's yeah there's it's it's all in that filter man yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's, exactly. a, there's a certain filter that's that's layered underneath the the creativity of of all the different movies that are you know doing this type of stuff. Yeah, and, what was awesome well, was at that halfway point, dude. You can see the this was shot on film, and you can see the boop in the top yeah. right of the screen. There's the thing where it's like put another next reel on. Yeah, it's wild, right? That's I why forgot. the slow motion really looks so. Eh. Yeah, because it's twenty-four that's the frames. Only thing. Yeah. Well, I completely oh. forgot that these movies were made on film. For real. Yeah. And what's cool is obviously there is a copy of all three of these movies in the Library of Congress. Yeah. Under might show team. up. See if we can peep them. <laughs> Let's go to yeah. Congress, dude. <laughs> no, imagine. Imagine getting to sit in a theater and getting to watch the master reel. Like well, Tarantino's yeah, nothing, there. He's like, these fucking nothing, hobbits. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so here's, he's like, so here's my fucking here's ring. My, so here's my fucking beef with Peter Jackson, okay? I just, well, I, I'm just, I'm, the shot should be different, right? And it just shows them. It shows them the walking across New Zealand. Okay? Um, <laughs> and it's them walking across New Zealand to looking for a little green mm-hmm. bag. <laughs> I'd watch that movie though, to be fair. I mean, I would too. Yeah. I'd buy a ticket yeah. to that one. I'm giving it a golden ring. For sure. I mean, dude, yes. Yes, yes. Took golden me back, star. Man. There was something about yeah. sitting down and watching this, just just whoa, I was right there. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's a like it's one of those moments where once you get the ball rolling with it, because at first when you see the run times, you're like, Man, this is good, but do I <sighs> Life's a waste. Yeah, I was you like, know? I had to dedicate but, uh, a whole night to it. Like, but, but once you get that ball rolling with it, though, man, like, at least for me, by by the time I'm at the first, I was at the first hour marker. I'm like, I need to see these movies at this point in my life. Like, I'm kind of yeah. glad we're watching them right now. You know? Yeah, that's why. Because, dude, it had been so long, and I was like, look, I mean, I remember watching them when I was a kid. I remember going to the theaters and watching them. I remember watching the extended cuts, but like. I I didn't have the appreciation for cinema no. that I do now. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. And I like go 
and and people were always like, oh, you know, Lord of the Rings is like, it is the OG Star Wars level. And I'm like, really though? Like Han Solo, Luke Skywalker? I get it now. You know what I mean? Like I fully understand and agree with that argument because for the longest I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's good, but like, is it Star Wars OG Star Wars good? Yeah, it might be better. Like, when we get to the end, well, we'll I mean, see, but. Well, I mean, it's just, in a way, it's the same style of story. It's just in a different setting. You know, because yep, a lot of, yep. you know, the, I've, I've heard people say this. One. Well, I've heard, I've heard people say this differently or, or throughout the years that. Science fiction is just fantasy for grown-ups. Yeah. Because it was in that time when people kind of, you know, kind of wrinkled their nose at stuff like wizards and stuff like this. Like, oh, that's a little kiddie stuff. But it's like, no, man, no, take a look around yourself now. (laughs) You know? Um, And now all that's coming back around with, like, Game of Thrones, like D&D blowing up like it is, nerd culture kind of taking over it's like no man like and i think that people well, that didn't appreciate it at the time that it came out they need to go back and revisit it because i think that they'll find a lot yeah. of appreciation well, there well yeah and to contradict one of my earlier statements though like really like when you when you, when you take away all the fantasy aspects of it you have jr you have tolkien's writing and the message he's talking about. Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, for people that don't, that don't even enjoy like nerd culture stuff or pop culture things and like that, that type of avenue, if that's something they don't dabble with or if it's someone that's, you know, coming up in the world and they're still figuring out what they like or don't like and shit like this might come off as boring to them. It's like, no, man, like listen to what they're talking about. Like listen to their actually pay fucking attention to the dialogue of this movie. Because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of properties like that, that that are out there that sure not the best worded movies, you know? Yeah. Uh you, you go for the the bang whiz pal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Tolkien was straight up Vin Diesel in this movie. And this whole Family. story actually. Family? Yeah. But like friendship, family, the power, yeah. you know, perseverance, that whole shit. We can do it. Yeah. But it's crafted in such a way that you're like, hell yeah, I'm about it, you know? Well, it's yeah. like it is super dangerous, but they're all looking around like, I mean, if we don't do anything, then we're just fucked. Yeah. At some point, so. Well, and also, to, I guess as the greater metaphor for World War Two, it's all the worlds of you know, all of the, all the figureheads of all sentient creation are coming together for a common goal. Mm-hmm. And it's to vanquish evil. And I mean, how, how fucking, always wins. how brass tacks can you get, man? Yeah. And, exactly. I'm, and you know, I'm all for it. Oh yeah. So it gets three coveted golden rings, the highest, power. whatever I can give it, it got Golden reel. I'll pack three gets, bowls for it if you want to. Dude, it gets it gets the coveted golden hobbit hole. Well, hobbit Ooh, hole. Okay. 
Hey, that so, one that one Hobbit that Sam was crushing on, I'm yeah, like, I'm right. not give it a go, yeah. you know, like <laughs> the Hobbit hole, little girl. Yeah, what the Hobbit hole? Trying like? to some weed. Yeah, what you know? Loki, though, dude. Whenever oh, yeah. we were watching the trailer, mm-hmm. I don't remember who said it, but it happens during the episode. But someone was like, "Oh, he's gonna get the band back together." Oh yeah, and they <laughs> yeah, said yeah. it in the episode. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get the band back together. Yeah, and it happened. Like, how good was this shit? It Dude, it, it, it was this, great. This, this episode like sealed the deal for me right now. That Loki is probably the best written MCU it's so character, good. and it's hard yeah. to follow the one before it. But the way yeah, that they uh, went about it, I was just like, oh, it's even better than I could ever imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Here's my question. Okay. I've got a question and they may explain it later, but like, like whenever the, the loom blew up, right. Mm-hmm. It sent everybody to what well, didn't really, I'm assuming that it killed. Why did Loki that, survive? Yeah, exactly. Because I was wondering that too, man. And why does Sylvie know what happened? Well, because they were and both at the end of time, maybe. Does that have man. something to do with all this? Because they it's were gotta, there. It's and, gotta, man. Because that's well, the, the only thing. Because as soon as he came back from the end of the time was when he was doing the time travel thing inside yeah, but, of the TVA, which well, is not possible. Well, yeah. And with the episode ending, though, we get Loki figuring out that he can control the time slipping now. That was cool. Yeah. So is that why, like... Does he, is that, does, is it one of those things where now that we know he can time slip to certain events at will now, or at least as long as he's got the band with him, if he does that, does that mean, is he going to come in clutch and do this thing where he's hopping and fixing so many points in time? Like we have quickly? to think about this too. At this point in this little series, she seems to be the only original Loki because he dies. Yeah. So, well, he dies in the. Technically, he dies in the second or first. Whenever he has to prune himself. Well, I'm talking about before. He knows, like, when he goes back to his original timeline, he's a dead man. Well, that's that. So, like, he ain't even supposed to be there. Yeah. But she can be there. She went to some timeline that she shut up for herself. Like, yeah. You know, remembered everything. Like, yeah. He's the Loki well, that's he's the one that's gonna have to go when everything's well yeah. course correct. Well, I was thinking about that too, man, because But I'm alright with her being uh, the new Loki. Well, I think that's that bad. that's the I think it's the it's gonna be a bittersweet ending, yeah. but I think it's gonna Oh, also, it's gonna be a Doctor Who ending well, dude, think, like Well, I think he'll like like you were saying, Adam, I think we'll we'll get to where the day saved well you know yeah everything's gonna be you know sorted out and then we're gonna get the the that the the all right let's get let's put it let's reset the pieces and yeah. he's like all right gotta do one last thing and yep. he's got to put himself back in 2012 but he could the change this, what happens there yeah but the beauty of it though is that it's also going to 100 percent explain why loki Never, like Loki different. never wins because Loki chose not to win. Yeah, 
He's keeping the timeline going. He's like my favorite character. Yeah. Like think of, like think about it. If that's what if we get it to where regardless of how the story ends, but we still get Loki resetting himself back in 2012. That means that the Loki we've been seeing throughout all the past films has been 100% aware of what the fuck he, yeah, is going Yeah, that's maybe on. that's why it was different at certain and times. And that's yeah, well that's why maybe certain he had, he like, was he was nicer than he was before like Yeah, or like why why or like whenever or you know because because he's he a changed could, man he, well one of the loki variants straight up killed thor so they have the capacity to pull it off yeah yeah and this version of loki just doesn't why because you fucking... bring those, them back because they're already floating the idea of a big re- you know y'all seen this right where they're floating yeah iron man's coming back like the whole fucking yeah, yeah. get the band back together now that only yeah. makes sense to me if that's to put him somewhere, like right. 2012 or whatever, yeah. where they would yeah. be there. Yeah. Hopefully so, that's it. So th- there's a couple of things. I still think that there there's one thing, like, did, did Loki time slip whenever the loom exploded? And that's what stopped him from whatever. And oh. if so, does Sylvie have the ability to do the same thing? Because yeah, she's not there either, and she remembers. And... Right. So, did she time slip? Did he time slip? That that's one of my my questions there. Second of all, I think, oh sorry. Oh no no no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to add to the Sylvie uh, question because I think because usually what's been happening in the past she few episodes out. is that we'll see her Stonewall. Yeah, she'll dip out Stonewall Loki for a minute. Only for us to find out that the minute the Loki we're following fucks off, the the time slip and Loki shows up behind and is like, yo, uh, update, you know? Like, yeah. And that always causes her to be like, fuck, okay, I'll go help. Yeah. So, and, and she could be experiencing the same thing without us knowing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she, she could she could be experiencing the same thing and it could be working different. There could be something going on there, but uh, I still feel like she's going to be at the head of the TVA because I mean, he did say that he would be back and that he allowed everything to happen the way that it needed to happen. So long story short, you know, Loki as a whole, maybe everything went through the channels that it had to go through so that she would be the right person to be the one running the TVA while he is being crazy. Well, and, and it took Loki. Yes. It took this yeah. Loki to get her to. Yeah. To get her to come understand. On, come on. You know. Yeah. Now, uh, no, my last thing is, is, and this might be a little bit far fetched, but whatever. Uh, my last thing here is the loom is taking all these timelines and weaving them together into a sacred timeline, right? Like that's what the weave do, the or the loom does, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, question: Is or are they potentially setting up now Kang as this? Are, are we getting another Thanos situation with Kang? Because think about it: what we know about Kang is he rises to power in his timeline, destroys timeline moves from universe to universe, destroying universes with like, since the loom isn't 
weaving the sacred timeline together, it's just ever expanding and it's causing all of the timelines to implode on one one another. Are they setting up Kang to be kind of like an anti-hero where the only way that he knows how to fix it is to destroy him himself until he builds the TVA out? And if so, is that a good thing? Like, is that version of that character well, a good thing? Well, I think that I think the, that theory holds to me because I still I still think despite all the the recent stuff we've learned through the show, I still think <clears throat> that the whole he who remains Loki Sylvie scene at the end of season one, I think that seeds for the ending of the show were planted there where he who remains goes no matter what you do you can kill me or you can go back and do you know live in a good timeline or something either way i always end up back here well he said see you soon he wasn't mm-hmm. talking about some other version he's he talking, talking about, about timely. Him. he's like yeah i'll see you i'll be back here yeah so now it would it would be it would be a good way to segue it but to, but something that i did see that was one of those things where it's like, damn it, they make a point. But I saw a Twitter post where they've shown us, because I know we'll get into it, we'll elaborate more on it on movie news, but how they're wanting to pivot out of Kang being the big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, So far in Loki, <clears throat> or so far in the MCU, they have effectively killed off the three main primary like Kang variants. They've killed mm-hmm. off He Who Remains. They've killed off Kang the Conqueror and Ant-Man. And as as far as we know right now, Victor Tomley is still dead. Yeah. So well, we don't know what like, that was. He spun, He turned into Spaghetti Man. I mean, well, yeah. and I was and I was thinking Victor Tomley might be He Who Remains. Like that's the you know, original. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I figured, maybe that's why I, she was mad and was like, "You'll well, never be him." Like, well, what's crazy is what if what if all three of them oh. are that that same from the same timeline, just well, dude, from different points in time? He told the yeah. story. He said there was a me from this time, and it showed. Remember when he was breaking that down the other season? Mm-hmm. He yeah. broke that down. That was him. He's like there was me, and then these people came. But I guess the reason they've like he <gasps> used them all this time. They've been doing his bidding, bringing the book back, yeah. like. Well, he put these. Like he eventually gets place. there, but yeah. it takes a long time, and this kind of speeds things up. Yeah, yeah. But and that uh, do we do we know if Kang Dynasty is still on the table? Probably because, depends because it seems like because I, I don't know about on y'all's end, but I know some as far as Marvel's concerned, the movie news I've seen has been more Secret Wars heavy. And to my knowledge, that's the latter film that's coming out. Like Kang's supposed to be the movie that the next big Avengers event. Yeah. Um, well, and Strikes I mean, pushed we'll, everything back. Yeah. yeah we'll, very... we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into the, um, get into the Kang stuff with the focus on possibly moving to Dr. Dr. Doom. But, um, but that was my, I don't like, I want Marvel to have, and I know that we've talked about this a ton, like a ton, a ton, but I would like for Marvel to just have a bad guy that's just bad. And well, I mean, and and they've already yeah, right. they've already shown <laughs> that they can pull it off with the evolu- with the high evolutionary. 
They've already shown us that they can do that because that's exactly the kind of villain he is. It's just he's pure fucking evil. Yes, exactly. And I agree with you. I think it's. I think we're past due a well, good old fashioned. Everybody just, that's been watching has grown up enough to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like stuff can my, my get th- a little darker. Yeah, and, and I think. Yeah, yeah. For oh, dude, like Loki's dark as shit. Yeah. What's in uh, the box? Like thirty. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I think that we're, I feel like the whole justifiable evil shit, the morally, like morally gray, like you can, or no, the relatable villain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we, I don't think that can, you can only serve me that sandwich so many times before it's like, dude, where's the soup? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the sauce? Well, well, they they did it with they did it with Thanos, and they had a great justification for Thanos because think about it, if he destroyed like half of the, think like if he destroys half of all non-existence in this timeline in this universe, then that's going to drastically cut down itself on the amount of like tangent universes that pop out, the variant universes mm-hmm. that pop out. So it all feeds into itself, you know, but like. And and I'm not saying that Kang shouldn't be a complex character because I think the way that they're doing Kang is great. But like we kinda got that version of Kang and Ant Man. I want balls out like Omega threat level Kang to show up in the Kang. Yeah. Well like Why at the very end just... when you see all the variants. Yeah. And, and just kills everybody. Really mean. Yeah. <laughs> and well, kill well, everybody. I'm not trying to make a deal. Like, yeah, yeah, and it needs to be it needs to be one of those things where if they if they pull it off enough with with Jonathan Majors' acting because he is a good he's he's a, he's, he's damn good. despite his personal things like mm-hmm. if I can if I can ignore Ezra Miller's bullshit sure. to be able to watch the Flash I can exactly. ignore Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Um, that being said, like to get the kind of Kang that you're talking about, Griff, or at least, at least from my point of view, you, you play him Spielberg, man, you go full Spielberg, less is more like Mm -hmm. have it to where he shows up. The Avengers are like, all right, we've been waiting on you, you know, have it where they've gotten a heads up or something or, or just do a stone cold intro where he just, you know, glass shatters and he walks through a TVA portal. And like you said, he 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 knows so much information that every fucking thing the Avengers throw he knows him, everything. They they can't land a scratch on him. Full DBZ villain well, reveal. And if then they he wanted just, to bring back the original for that, like Loki gets there, then Kang shows up. That's another blows, way to kill them all. I mean, yeah, and just blows them the fuck. I don't think out, people dude. be mad at that. It's like, yeah, he brought him back for the reunion because it has been yeah. a long time. But you know, that's a yeah. good way to fucking kill him off again exactly so but yeah loki's been great and we've got what one episode left one more it Which drops like, tomorrow bro, yeah i can't wait to I be mean, it, man I it's mean, gonna be it's gonna be good yeah dude scat cat better lay it on us quick yeah right but we do have a little bit of movie news here and we'll of course get to the marvel stuff here in just a second but I wanted to throw this in there because this is near and dear to my heart, and I think it's going to be near and dear to y'all's heart. 
It has been oh. confirmed Danny DeVito and Billy Crystal are working on a follow-up to throw Mama from the train. <laughs> so in 1987, Danny DeVito and Billy Crystal tried uh, to throw Mama from the train. Whether they succeeded or not, well, there won't be any spoilers unveiled here. The film teamed two of Hollywood's best and brightest comedic actors together in DeVito and Crystal, and these lifelong friends have plans to return to the big screen in a sequel still. DeVito made the announcement during an interview with GQ. Uh, Billy and I want to work together again. We were looking at possibly doing Throw Papa from the Train. After DeVito revealed the news to CG, uh, no, to GQ, a representative from Crystal confirmed it to Entertainment Weekly. It's true. They're still working on it. Uh, DeVito says the possible follow-up will be titled Throw Papa from the Train. And despite the ending of the first film, which again, we uh, won't be revealed here uh, as not to ruin it for those who haven't seen the classic comedy actress, Anne Ramsey sadly passed away the year after throw mama from the train debuted in theaters. Ramsey plays mama uh, live perfectly in the movie. And she enjoyed her time making the film with DeVito and crystal Ramsey said in a 1987 interview, I love the film so much. Incredible movie, love like it. it yes, childhood and, staple. Yeah, so I would really love to see these two get back together and. Well, especially and where they're at now. With their yeah, acting. right. They come, that was nineteen eighty-seven. I mean, that was thirty-six <laughs> yeah. years ago. Exactly. I, mean, I know right. that, but I do know <laughs> to nail it down. Yeah, but <laughs> pinpoint the exact yeah. date. Yeah. But, like, where they're at now, like, we've seen Danny DeVito, like, he's done great movies, directed movies, and then yeah. go on to Always do... Sunny. Yeah. Yeah, like, right. To see the kind of raunchy comedy he's got, like... Yeah, right. And um, Billy Crystal. Yeah. I mean, Six I mean, Slickers, dude. Not I, to mention I, all the other movies. Yeah. I, I podlocked on it if it happens, I mean... Yeah, I hope I hope it comes to fruition because, dude, it it would be great to see those two, their mm -hmm. chemistry in that movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I it's just so good, you know. So I, I'm super down to watch that any day of the They're week. They're about the same height. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> give or take. Next up here, a live action Legend of Zelda movie officially in the works. It's happening finally. Legend of Zelda fans can celebrate now that Nintendo confirms a live-action movie adaptation of the popular video game is in the works at Sony Pictures Entertainment, which is wild. Sony is going to make a movie about a Nintendo property. Video game adaptations mm -hmm. are going through their best moment uh, in film and television. After titles like Sonic, Detective Pikachu, Arcane, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and The Last of Us proved that it was possible to bring a game to the screen successfully, it will now... It will be now up to the brave Link to live out his adventures in cinema. Nintendo's website broke the news on Tuesday that the gaming giant will team up with Sony Pictures Entertainment to develop a live-action Legend of Zelda movie with Wes Ball as director, whose recent titles include Maze Runner Saga, an upcoming reboot of Planet of the Apes titled Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. The film will be produced by Nintendo and AV Arid or Arid Productions uh, with Sony handling distribution. Rumors surrounding a movie adaptation of Zelda have been circulating since the incredible success of the Super Mario Brothers movie with, Ninten 
with Nintendo considering bringing many of its other great games to film and television. But the Legend of Zelda fans have been asking for a film focused on Link for years, so this particular project is generating a lot of anticipation, which can be very good, but also very damaging if the movie does not meet expectations. It's not going to meet expectations. No, first but of we all. have the Mario to thank for this. Well, yes. I think. I, I mean, think... Mario wasn't bad. No, not so, at all. Well, so first off, what a time to be alive. For sure. Yeah. Secondly, I feel like the smartest move that they will do is tell a Nintendo Shigeru Miyamoto approved story that they have crafted. For sure. Mm-hmm. And Sony handle the making, you know, yeah. the, the, just making it a into movie a movie. Maybe. Yeah. Because they got stories. Because the thing is that once once you split, once once you get to a point when the timeline splits, because that's the thing, to, to any given Zelda fan, their expectations are all going to be different. Like for me, I want an Ocarina of Time film. Yeah. Yeah. Other folks, there's a lot of people out there. They'd be 100% down with a Wind Waker. Well, film. they're going to blend it. Yeah. And I was feel it like. Mask? Yeah. They're going to blend having, them all to get us to. Well, that's going to be what I think is going to be our member berries moment in the film. And it's going to be the pivotal film, part in the movie where Link realizes who he is. Oh. And. Yeah maybe have a moment where it's like you you've done this so many times yeah. link you have no this idea how many, moment you've saved you've saved us countless times and yeah. it's it's you know he gets to peer into his different lives and we see where all those other stories are canon and true you know but they still have the freedom to craft a, a legend of zelda movie without having to hit the standard that is going to be so all over the spectrum for video game for the well, fans like Mario the did how it kind of covered yeah, yeah exactly a little bit of everything yeah even well, scrolling. here's what I don't want them to do with the Legend of Zelda movie I don't want them to go full meta with it I I want them to focus on th- whatever specific type of story that they're wanting to play out and not be like. I don't want them to go full Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with it. Oh, no, no universe hopping. Well, not even that. Like, because the the Zelda timeline is like 18 different timelines that's been cobbled together and all this other shit. Like, I don't want them to go full meta with it. I just want a good fantasy Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Like, take inspiration from that. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that, you know, it's... You can get deep with Legend of Zelda, or you can keep it simple, which is the beauty go of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's we're going to get Link, Zelda, Ganon, shenanigans, you know? Yeah. And like, as far as my nitpicky expectations, I just want to have that, 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 that moment where Link gets the Master Sword and yeah. oh, the whole shit just... Up. And shit just goes fucking bonkers. Yeah, I'm surprised they're going live action. Me too. That, Me too. Because the Mario movie did so well that yeah, well, I you mean, could animate I think it, that but is... they're trying to go blockbuster. They want to go. Oh, and it has the potential. Oh yeah. And yeah. we just set through I... an almost four hour cut of something that yeah. it could have. 
And yeah. I think with and I think with it being live action, I think that officially. Well, then you have to pick a out, Well, that I and think that officially it it, 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 it eliminates the prospect of uh, Smash Brothers because you know how how they said they were thinking about doing a shared Nintendo universe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like keeping these properties separated would actually be the best thing. Obviously, you know. But it well, is. But kinda, yeah. They don't have to overlap, you know. They don't need. There doesn't need to be any kind of thing like that. No, and and here's if I was Nintendo, with them announcing the news of Legend of Zelda, you know the the next move that I would make if I was Nintendo, I would contact Neil Blomkamp and I'd say, hey, do you want to make a Metroid movie for us? Hey, Griffin, Griffin, I'm there with you, brother. I'm there with you. But let's I not mean, get in that. Don't, let's don't try to get in that canoe yet, man. <laughs> I mean, think about it's like it's gonna start he, happening. Yeah, he they had, got that he Mario had, money, dude. That they yeah, real yeah. Mario money this time, not like the last yeah. time. So I, I mean, mean, but but here's the thing though: with like Smash Brothers, if they realistically wanted to uh, to be able to cross these over, which I think is something that like. They're, they're going to have to have an, uh, a certain number of successful attempts at, at movies to make that happen. But if they do, there's definitely more than enough ways to make that happen because they could pull everybody into CGI or they could pull everybody into the real world or they could do a mixture of the two to make that work. But I think that, like you said, focusing on these outing films, focusing on specific characters and not trying to Justice League it together in the first outing would be the best move they could make yeah just just tell us some really good stories with classic nintendo characters and you know if 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 you if we can get one-to-one adaptations awesome if we have to go a more you know you know because zelda with zelda's multiple timelines that's actually an advantage that the writers can use to do something where they don't have to adapt a particular game and exactly. they got plenty yeah. of source material. They can yes. add in, get some good writers. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Mario made $1.3 billion. Yeah. Oh, dude. So, Zelda, I mean, Zelda, Zelda will make just as much. For sure. If not, if not more. more. Yeah. I and there's like, a possibility like, for like a trilogy or. Yeah. And I know, don't know if it's movies. just because. Yeah. I don't know if I'm riding the high off of Lord of the Rings. I am. Fucking. But what, I, but what, I, but what I'm saying is that, that movie, like, just... if they if they if they do it right, this movie could capitalize on a thing. A box office breaker. Oh, dude! It, it could win Academy Awards. In, uh, Eighty-seven here, uh, eighty-six overseas. So yeah. it's I'm it's past time, but I'm kind of glad they've waited. It's like wait till the moment's right, man. Yeah. You know, they, I'm glad yeah. they didn't. Whenever that Mario movie came out back in the day, they were like, mm. "Yeah, I'm sure they did some others." Like, we'll wait. Yeah, but I'm excited. I mean, at, at the end of the day, they have. It says here that it's one of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda is one of Nintendo's most successful titles, with over 30 game games released, and its expansive world building makes it perfect for a film franchise. So, if they can pull and do little nods just like Mario did, but give us a cool, interesting story to build off of. You can't go wrong with it. You just have to make it look great and cast a silent sign. Like make, yeah, make link silent. If you have to, like, I don't care. He should only be like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Listen, I mean, well, I mean, just I mean, just just a moment on screen where they're explaining they're just how like, to use your slingshot. Nah. <laughs> or Deku nuts come from Deku trees. <laughs> no, but like, well, for instance, uh, as uh, like with um, with Breath of the Wild, uh, there's a part in the game where you have to, you know, it's the Master Sword part, you know, where you get it and everything. But they don't refer to it necessarily as that. They call it the sword that fights the darkness. Or mm. eats the darkness. It's a really cool fucking name for it, you know. Yeah. Just like I mean, you can you can go epic as fuck without having to be like Too super serious. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and that's the thing. Keep keep it epic. Make it like give it that Lord of the Rings scope where Link's gonna be on the back of a pona fucking hauling ass across Hyrule Field. You yeah. know. Uh. Give us, give us those moments where he's got a scale, you know. Well, where he's learning ocarina. Yeah, or I mean, just or because because that's the thing. The beauty of it is that we'll be able to get the ocarina of time scratch, no matter what. Yeah. Because every Zelda game goes by those staples where it's like he's got to go talk to all the different people, all the different races. Yeah, the quest. So we'll we'll you know we'll see the Gerudos, we'll see the Zoras, we'll see all those the, those characters, and. How they're gonna pull those guys off is gonna be interesting. In a as live well because, action, because dude, there's just something that's just like, I mean, just thinking as I'm talking. Uh, what if, what if they could find a way to get the the Tim, the Jim Henson company to do oh. animatronics for like Their almost kind of dude is just well, out of this world. Hear me out, Lord what of the was Rings that Netflix in, show they did, Lord of the Rings in scope. And dark crystal and like dark the tight close up shot, the close up yeah. shots. When I you think know? Link, that's what I think. Like that dark crystal, that look, the pointy yeah. ears, for sure. But yeah, we've got a uh, legend of. So I'm going to say it's five to five to seven years. It's going to be a while. Them. Yeah, but which is fine. Let them take as much time as we'll they hang need in to. there for it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey. Let them cook. Let it cook, yeah, man. For sure. So talking about Marvel here, Marvel reconsiders focus on Jonathan Majors. Kang discusses backup plans, which could include pivoting to Dr. Doom. So in the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Kang Dynasty already coming to an end, there's no question that the MCU is facing a crisis where, in particular, its tentpole 2026 film Avengers The Kang Dynasty is concerned. The fifth Avengers installment would have the MCU's overarching villain, Kang the, Con- Kang the Conqueror, facing off against a new iteration of the superhero team. But Major's highly publicized legal issues have left the studio wondering if Kang is the future at all. According to Variety, Marvel has already considered dumping the Conqueror and going with Doctor Doom as the big baddie. An unnamed source who has watched the season two finale of Loki said, Marvel is truly fucked Marvel is truly fucked with the whole Kang angle and they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until very recently because of the WGA strike, but I don't see a path to how they can move forward without him. In addition to Kang making his debut in February's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, the MCU villain is the key cog in the current and upcoming phases, which up to the highly, 
upcoming phases which up to the highly anticipated Avengers the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. With as much time and money Marvel has invested in majors as Kang, particularly in Quantumania and the Disney Plus series Loki, would the studio really consider anointing Doctor Doom as the new threat for the Avengers? So majors begin uh, 2023 on the highest of possible notes. The actor portrayed the integral role of Kang the Conqueror and Ant-Man in the Wasp Quantumania, while also starring alongside Michael B. Jordan in Creed Three. But today the actor's off-the-screen legal drama has seemingly led to discussions which include making Dr. Doom the big baddie for the Avengers. But Majors isn't the only issue the MCU is facing. Joanna Robinson was one of the authors who penned MCU, the reign of Marvel Studios, and she had this to say about the other problems the MCU must overcome in addition to Majors' controversy. I'm not prepared to call it a permanent fall, but based on the number that the numbers that go with Marvel podcasts, Marvel-based articles, friends who do Marvel-based video coverage, all of these numbers are significantly down. The quality is suffering. 2019, at the peak, if you put Marvel Studios in front of something, people were like, oh, that brand means quality. That association is no longer the case because there have been so many projects that felt half-baked and undercooked. While there have Certainly been some success stories since the conclusion of Avengers Endgame, particularly with Spider-Man No Way Home, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's clear that the Avengers themselves are part of the problem. One reason the films leading up to and including Endgame were so successful is because of the core four characters of Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Bruce Banner, and Thor. Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man, made the ultimate sacrifice at the conclusion. We all know about that. Uh, extend those four characters to include all six heroes who went toe-to-toe with Loki in the Avengers, and now the fans are mourning another fan favorite, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. So while some of the newer characters might be compelling, the truth is that they can't seem to hold up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe the same way as the first Avengers team did. Reassembling the uh, And reassembling the original Avengers may be the only answer to saving the MCU, whether they face off against Kang the Conqueror or Doctor Doom. So there's another article, and I didn't track it down and drop it in here, but there's another article that has rumors that state um, the Fantastic Four movie will not Mm. be set in the um, main Marvel timeline with everybody else. It'll be its own standalone. It'll it'll be in its own separate universe, and I'm assuming that Reed Reed Richards and those guys will figure out something. Yeah. But here's what I will say about it. First of all, there's two different things here that we can talk about. And then I'm sure the next article kind of feeds into it just a little bit. But with with everything that's going on with Jonathan Majors Mm -hmm. and with the strikes, the the actor strike is still going on, I believe. Yeah. Why don't we wait until all this? Yeah, wait until all this shakes out and then make your decision. Let this man have his day in court, dude. Remember the video of him stopping the fight? Exactly. I mean, yeah. dude, this this guy doesn't have a track record. He's only thirty four. Yeah, but I don't think he would have done anything like this to put his. You know, it seems yeah. like something happened to somebody that get their way. Yeah, and they're trying to play him, and don't ever play yourself. Yeah, but yeah, and I mean, and at the end, and at the end of the day, like Kane comes from multiple different universes, and yes, they. Sh- 
should they have showed all the Kangs getting together at the end of Quant- Ant-Man Quantum Mania? Probably not. Well, they that doubled probably... down and they all look the same. Yeah. It's all the same but, guy, yeah. Yeah, but it's not out of the realm of no, impossibility that they could they could recast Kang and still continue with the Kang story. That That's that's a thing, I mean, right? Um, because we've seen different... Up, you know, like I'm old Kang. Yeah. Kang I mean, we've seen Kong, different versions of Loki. We've seen sure. different versions of other characters. So it's not far-fetched to say that another version of Kang is going to be the version that the Avengers have to deal with. Well, they just need to float. Yeah. Like, let some if, other stuff come out. Let's float this. Yeah. Also, I mean, she wants money. Pay her the fuck off. That's what she wants. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then on the second half of this, and this is a little bit more, it's like, the what this, what this person says here, uh, Joanna Robinson is not wrong. The quality of suffering. In 2019, at the peak, if you put Marvel Studios in front of something, people were like, oh, that brand means quality. That association is no longer oh, yeah. the case because there have been so many projects that felt half-baked and undercooked. Mm-hmm. And, and, okay, there's two things that, that kind of, like, lead to this. First of all, there's a little bit of fatigue happening with sure. Marvel, right? Of course. But to a more to a greater extent... The writing for a lot of these properties that have came out has not been up to snuff compared to the writing of what came before. And or the like reason, Loki. You know, exactly, it's like the movies are like, mm, like, yeah, Miss Marvel when it drops or the Marvels, whatever you want to call it, we'll see. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, we're already building up to the Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, and all this stuff before we get like we got our first Avengers flick in 2012. Before that Avengers film came out, we we already got a Hulk movie, even though it's not the same Hulk. We got a Captain America movie. We got an Iron Man, or maybe two Iron Man movies. Um, Loki, or not Loki. Well, Loki was introduced in Thor. Hawkeye was introduced in Thor. Black Widow was yeah. introduced in Iron Man 2. Like, you already had all these characters that have been introduced, and they've been built up. And Over because like there years. wasn't... Well, because there wasn't a cinematic, like a large cinematic universe at that time, we rewatched Iron Man. We yeah. rewatched Captain America. We rewatched Thor. Now you're getting so much content so often that we don't rewatch Marvel no. properties. Especially the so, shows. Exactly. So that that's one of the biggest problems with it. You've got shoddy writing. You've got shoddy stories being told. Messages that don't need to be delivered. If you want to look at a movie that delivers an amazing message and it was executed well, look at Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. We don't need to turn everything into this socio-economical bullshit. They're comic book movies. Well, Why like, can't we even in comic Ant-Man, book shit? that last Ant-Man movie? Yeah. It was all right, but it wasn't what it could have been. It was too much. They they didn't give it enough time to cook. Or, yeah, they didn't let it breathe. They just put everything. Like, all these people had yeah. ideas. And they were, you know, you yeah. got 15 writers. So it's like, huh, what? You got this? You got that? Yeah. Oh, you chat, P- chat GPT said what? You know? Yeah, right. So Put that in there. Yeah. So, and I think that, like, with the writer strike and everything else that's going on, peeling back on some of these Marvel properties and bringing people in that, like, legitimately want to write and like do stuff is not a bad thing. Like the dude that writes Loki. Yeah. Bring people. Yeah. 
Well, for instance, quit. I mean, I don't. I, maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong here, but stop. They need to stop just being like, "All right, we need X hero film made." So now, hey, you make write this us a script. Like, yeah, let it. Like, consider the people. Well, that the way have, they used to do it. Yeah, it let a pitch come. Thirty along. years for a movie to come along. That's like that's it. That's the one. Yeah, and now they're like, sounds know, good. And I mean, you know, the idea, the idea of the shared universe, you know, even though I will continue to probably hang on for the ride and watch these films, I think kind of in the same idea. Well, yeah, I'm going to look at it in the same way that I look at Star Wars. Uh, To me, Star Wars is episodes one through six, plain and Mm -hmm. simple. Like all the other stuff, that's just that's just extra, well, extra. Cake, yeah, it's just the powdered sugar on a damn good dessert, you know. Yeah, and okay. yeah, and with the MCU, the Infinity Saga is to me that's the that's that's the Marvel that's a, that's the shared universe that was so hard to pull off cinematically yeah. over the course of ten years, twenty plus films. The stars aligned to pull that off. Yeah. And this decade and in this era yeah, of trying right to now. do the Kang thing, it's showing that, you know, there was a little bit of luck in that whole run of films. Yep. Well, good writing, good actors. Yeah. And you got to get back to that again. Like, yeah, that yeah. really that, that well, took less money so the movie could get made. But they was like, hey, if it does well, I'll take my money on the back end. Yeah. Well, and, I'll get paid. Just think about it. We've been dealing with a multiverse saga for a really long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and with obviously no sign of it coming well, to a close. And the reason why is I'm not, when I said like, it's kind of like it's a, you phone it in, it's a cop out, but that's where all comic books go. Well, it eventually like it. goes to that. After well, you read all the issues, then you're going to have the crossovers, the, well, the X-Men yeah. fucking show up and this happens. I mean, I want all that, but goddamn oh, write sure. it better. Like, yeah, take yeah. your time on it. You can't just pop this out. We're on the next 10 year stretch and they can't just bang out a movie every year. Remember when yeah, Disney yeah. bought uh star Wars, they were like, oh, we're going to drop a movie every year. Whew, what happened there? Yeah. They started oh, dropping them and not spending the time. But I think this, uh, this rider strike rework that's going to change shit. Well, I think you I ain't think getting the, a job if you ain't writing good scripts. Yeah. And I think because we've talked about it a lot with that strike coverage, you know, I mean, and we're seeing it play out, man. Hopefully, and it's still going. Well, hopefully, like, with what we're seeing, <laughs> we're seeing the beginning of quality over quantity. It's coming back. That, There's going to be two gotta, or three riders tops on something. And not Which just what it should and be. I think, yeah, and I yeah. think that's over television you don't need and film 12 as a whole. Write a fucking show. Yeah. For sure. Because, you know, it's not, even though Marvel's the topic at hand, the, the resolutions it's that everything. we're talking about can be applied to all the other stuff, like all the other franchises, all the other mediums. We're at a reset. Streaming it's, came well, along, the demand for content happened. And now the industry's like, well, we did that, but it like well, some of the stuff's remember, not as good as it should have been. 
like spent a lot of money making it. Well, it's because one of the to me the the one property that fell so flat for me that or content that fell for me was was Secret Invasion, man. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've then never the, the She Hulk show. There, they've done a couple where it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why oh, did yeah, you even make for this? Sure. We don't despite, need a whole season for her to show up somewhere. Despite the CG thickness, She Hulk was flat I mean, as yeah. hell. It was all right. <laughs> I mean, it didn't like it wasn't. I wasn't like it was the worst I mean, thing I've ever seen. But I was just like, really? Well, I mean, this it was just. Show? Well, what what was weird is that like okay, so She Hulk. We get this slog of a show up until this crazy meta finale yeah. that 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 kind of redeemed it. Hell, it uh, went straight South Park. Yeah, right there, and, right like this. Yeah. But that being said, though, that finale saved She Hulk a but little then, bit. Yeah, it did. You're right. And then, and then but then, Secret Wars didn't have a finale that saved it. It's like, why we? Yeah, it did, but I it think did it's me- leading into the Marvels, like. Well, it did it's the mirror something. opposite, though. You know what I mean? Like, like instead, we'll find out something later. That well, like, we got, oh, that wasn't a real Dick Fury or something. Like, okay. Well, I mean, like, you know, with with She-Hulk, we had a, a, a boring series, but a, a good finale. Secret Invasion, we got a great series, but a shitty finale. And she got yeah. banged by Daredevil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's on here or in the next article. Yeah, a little blind dick, you know. Uh, I feel like, like I feel like it's a I feel like it's an honorable mention. Uh, word on the street is that Daredevil has gotten a new showrunner, and said showrunner was the showrunner for The Punisher on Netflix. Okay, so I don't okay. know. What well, they're can... they're trying to keep it. I mean, you saw what little bit of Daredevil that gave us. We've actually got the trailer for Echo coming up. Because despite, because uh, despite of, despite how the larger audience received Punisher, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm interested to see that showrunner. Show I mean, oh, he's out there and he's willing to play that character. I think we read an article one time. Anytime they've asked him what he'd like to do, he's like, well, I've already done it. And it's the Punisher. Yeah. Well, I think they have, him again. They the have confirmed that Bernthal is going to yeah. be coming back with Punisher. Yeah. So. Well, well, considering the controversies Shame. around the Punisher right now and how Marvel tried to distance from him and the logo and all that shit, I think the most fuck you suck our dick we're telling a story move they could do is bring Frank fucking castle back and let yeah. that fucking skull shirt fucking fly bro yeah well i mean you know let's free because i'm because that's the thing dude he is marvel's quintessential anti-hero well and... they fucked up the if marvel had the balls to do it they would have wrote a fucking one-off of punisher tracking down people that fucking use that Punisher symbol negatively and killed him in the comic book. And then oh, that sounds amazing. Course. Yeah. That's the thing. The like they're yeah. running like a, you know how people use, like put a jacket on for a biker club and they're like, Hey, get that yeah. off. Well, I'm yeah. do it. well, I mean, basically take the sequence in the dark night where Batman's got those dunes tied up and he's like, it's like, 
He's like, there's no difference. He's like, there's no difference between you and me. And he's like, yes, there is. He's like, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Like, you're a fucking cheap, you're a cheap knockoff, you know? Like, yeah. you're not me. Quit fucking pretending yeah. to be Batman, Phoenix. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. But next up here, Marvel Studios is reportedly in a cross or in chaos as conflicts and controversies continue. So Marvel Studios is not going through its best moment. Avengers Endgame, the highest point the MCU reached with the construction of its universe and the culmination of the Infinity Saga, not only marked a new beginning for the franchise, but also the starting point of the fall and the fortunes of the, of the superhero saga. When Iron Man was released in 2008, no one imagined that more than 15 years later, Marvel Studios and its characters would be dominating the world of cinema, television, and streaming. But when, in 2019, the theaters burst into screams upon hearing... Avengers Assemble of Chris Evans' Captain America, no one expected this to be the beginning of a crisis for the MCU. New article published by Variety details some of the main problems that the company has been facing in the last couple of years, especially since the arrival of the MCU on Disney+, Plus, with original content created for streaming. Wall Street analyst Eric Handler, who covers Disney, commented, The Marvel machine was pumping out a lot of content, did it get to the point where it was just too much and they were burning people out on superheroes? It's possible. The more you do, the tougher it is to maintain quality. They tried experimenting with breaking in some new characters like Shang-Chi and Eternals with mixed results. With budgets as big as these, you need home runs. In 2021 alone, Marvel Studios released a total of four films and five television series, which not only demonstrate the need they felt to release content permanently, it also it is also clear uh, evidence of the demands with uh, with which the teams behind each production worked. Something that led the company to face another of its great problems. The army of VFX artists at Marvel Studios have been showing their discontent for some time, especially after the premiere of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which was highly criticized for its visual effects. In fact, the company's VFX workers have decided to unionize to improve their working conditions. Formal. Mo- Former Marvel Studios VFX assistant coordinator Anna George said, The year 2023 was the straw that broke the camel's back. The pay and long hours at Marvel were the reason we had to start our unionization process there. The conditions were completely unsustainable. But the actors uh, actors could be the key to success or failure. Last year when Quentin Tarantino said the MCU actors were not movie stars, since the real stars were the characters they played, a big part of the industry agreed. Chris Evans himself agreed with the director some sometime later, but although Tarantino had a point, it is not quite that simple. According to Variety Report, Marvel Studios is considering bringing back the original Avengers for a new film, including Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey Jr., whose characters died during the Infinity Saga. Trying to replicate the success they had with that cast is something that could certainly gain a lot of attention, but could spectacularly backfire if it was to be seen as a way of uh, papering over the cracks of current saga. Although it is true that the superheroes taken from the pages of comic books and their stories that made the MCU what it is today, the actors are important. Marvel Studios bringing back Charlie Cox as Daredevil or Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is proof of that. Knowing how important it is to choose a good actor, the company hired Marshal Ali to star in the Blade reboot. However, the two-time Oscar winner has been the main reason for the multiple changes that the project has gone through. He is not the only star to have brought the studio problems 
it really would have rather avoided. Jonathan Majors is currently causing ripples through Marvel Studios due to his current legal situation and the outcome of his upcoming court case could force the MCU to change the main focus of its upcoming projects, moving away from Kang the Conqueror if necessary. While these and other issues are dealt with internally, the show must go on for the public. The Marvels hits theaters next week and things are not looking good for the film directed by Nia DaCosta either. As the article also states, beyond the bad press for majors, the brain trust at Marvel is also grappling with the November release of The Marvels, a sequel to 2019's blockbuster Captain Marvel that has been plagued with lengthy reshoots and now appears likely to underwhelm at the box office. Although it seems likely that movies such as Deadpool 3, The King Dynasty, and Secret Wars will bring out Marvel fans in their thousands, Getting there is going to be a long, hard slog for the studio that once seemed inevitable. I mean, not wrong, but it goes back into what we were just talking about. Too much content, too poorly written. They need to take a step back and they need to really focus on like what is going to tell a good story. They and if that, it. Yeah, and if that like, means getting away from like an overarching story, like that's why Loki's been so good yeah. because like because of so because good. of the nature of that show there's a lot of freedom that the writers have but at the end of the day it's about mobius it's about uh loki it's about that core little group of people that are there and them dealing with the tva stuff and the timeline and not even like the bad guy is the is time yeah for them and you can really see that and you really feel that and yeah you have people pop up here and there you have loki world in that one episode you've got kang showing up you know victor timely and all this kind of stuff which is all cool and everything but like it's focusing on what makes that show great instead of trying to like be an ass pull like secret invasion where it's like oh we're gonna give every character uh captain marvel powers because like no dude but let's be realistic here well, I like how Marshall leaves like, uh-uh, you ain't fucking my chance up. Well, He's dude, pushing back and be like, no, no, that's not it. I don't know if we talked about it last week or not, but like Marshall Ali came out and said that like one of the early drafts of the script had him as like the fourth lead in mm-hmm, the movie. Mm-hmm. Like not, it's a Blade movie with Blade being the fourth lead of the movie. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why is it? What we yeah, call what it, Black Knight? What was his name? Because that's probably, yeah. you know, we got the crossover characters. We saw him We saw him show yeah. up in their shit later. Eternals, Eternals. type stuff, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe uh, wherever by night. I don't know. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I'm going, if I'm paying $10 to see a movie For a Blade, Blade I better with this see guy. Blade. I better see yeah. the Daywalker fucking vampires up. Because you yeah. know those people are out there that saw him in True Detective. They saw him yep. in the Green Book and was like, this dude's amazing. I think yeah. he had some other things. Yeah, for sure. He was in well, uh, I mean, Moonlight. And there's a lot That's of, it, and Moonlight. Lot, yeah, that was huge. Well, and there's a lot of fo- folks like, like us that saw the original Wesley Snipes Blade. Sure. And that movie was fucking great. And it, it was, still is. But then... But, Other but that, versions of it came out, and it started to, you know, well, yeah, they're like, but, what can but, we squeeze out of this turnip? But in terms of just that first film, though, yeah, it shows it, it shows us it shows us that a badass Blade movie can be made. Yeah, and you take that and you 
and you pump it full of Marvel Studios budget steroids. And well, dude, I mean, now that you know. they have that writer's track, it's like, well, what are you doing if you ain't working on scripts every day? Everyone should be trying to make this movie the best it can be because you have the time. Yep. You exactly. can do it. Time yep. is on your side. Yep. Just like that scene from. Uh, from Loki <laughs> that sure I was going with a uh, green what is it uh, Stephen King I ain't never seen me a flicker movie oh the green mile time is on my side the yeah. good the song. I thought that was uh, Fallen with Denzel Washington it might have been that is the yeah. guy that plays Casey Jones at the beginning when he's getting lethal injection that's it that's he's it. fucking singing. He's yeah, singing it at him as is a, on my side. Yeah. That's such a good they're movie. They're bringing man. him. They're walking him down the hallway to be lethal injected. It's like, oh, no, dude. And it, when he just starts, whenever they're taking him to the door and you just hear him going, you come running back. And he's just fucking, he's just full blown fucking. Oh, if I saw crazy. that, like, dude. Yeah. That'd that's be what we're trying dude. to get back to, Marvel. Yeah. Right. That good shit. Well, speaking of Marvel and Blade, Blade is now heading for R rating, confirms director. So Blade fans can remain calm as their wish for a dark and bloody return of the Daywalker has been granted. Director Jan Demange confirms that Marvel Studios has approved an R rating for the movie, something many believed was imperative for the character and his story. One of the biggest concerns voiced by fans of characters like Deadpool and Blade when Disney bought Fox was that the House of Mouse would not respect the violent nature of their comic book iterations. Fortunately, after seeing the enormous success of the first two installments of Ryan Reynolds' adventures as the Merc with the Mouth, uh, the studio decided to continue down the same path, and it seems that Blade will also follow that road. Um, Demange, who will also uh, who will be be in charge of directing the introduction of Blade into the MCU, spoke with Deadline about the project, celebrating being able to develop a more adult and mature story. They gave me the R, which is so important. I came out of this wanting to be more open, more vulnerable, and bring a more personal aspect to my work. But for Blade, we are going to have fun because Marshala is such a deep actor. I'm excited to show a kind of ruthlessness, a roughness, he has that allows him to walk the earth in a particular way. I love him for that. He's got a, a dignity and integrity, but there is a curiosity there that he usually keeps under the surface. I want to unleash that and put it on the screen. So Then it goes into the, the history of Blade, but I'm not getting into the, all well, that. That director, mm-hmm. Mr. Dimash, you got his name right. Dimash. First episode of Lovecraft Country directed that. Okay. Oh, okay. White boy Rick. Episode. White boy Rick directed wasn't that. Bad. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, you know, he didn't write it. Yeah. He don't have a lot of stuff there, but like that Lovecraft Country came in. Yeah. He's he's gonna do a few other things he's got up his sleeve, but he did visual effects, produced. He's yeah. new. But he's working with him. It's like, dude. Yeah. I bet that's where the actor he they were talking, it's like, well, you, they won't give us an R rating. It's like well, we can't make the movie then. Yeah. I mean, well, and it makes me wonder because in a couple of those previous articles, they're like, 
And the way that they wrote that article, first of all, fuck that person for the way they wrote it. Marshal Ali is fucking them. No, dude. Marshal Ali apparently cares more about the Blade property than the fucking studio behind the Blade property, well, first of all. Remember when it changed after Werewolf by Night came out? Yes. And then there was yeah. an article where they were like, oh, well, if that can be R-rated, yes. then why yeah. can't we? Yeah. So I think, and it makes me wonder, it's like, did Marshal Ali agree to take less money? You know, he's won, he's won awards. Did he agree to take less money for the ability to Get be a producer way. on the project? Yeah, you know? because like, he obviously cares about the character sure. and he cares about well, the story. It's iconic. Yes. Blade. So, so if so, hats off to him for putting his foot down every single, and if not, Props to him for threatening to walk. Yeah. They have a diamond over there on this Blade movie with Marshal Ali. They for need sure. to do everything they can to keep keep him locked in. So, But yeah, that's all the movie news. But yeah, there's several Marvel things. Look, here's the thing. The, the actors are still on strike. Jonathan Major's court case is still going on. The Marvels is going to come out and fucking tank. Already know that that's going to fucking we tank. We got a trailer. We got the final yeah. trailer. I can't it's wait. It's got fucking Iron Man in it. Uh, what? Well. But it's like a flashback. It's like a flashback yeah, or something. It don't yeah. make sense. So, and it's going to be something stupid where Iron Man's going to be like, you're the best of us. And well, I'm gonna be he's like, like we got to get everybody together. Yeah. You know, we need you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like a force ghost. Oh. Something. So he's well, and there's others. <laughs> yeah. This is a two minute old. It's like uh, they're trying so hard to pull people in. Yeah. With this trailer and it ain't that ain't it, Chief. No, dude. That ain't it. Captain Marvel's not the like here's the thing, Marvel, you wanna impress me? Quit making Captain Marvel movies. That's it. That'll impress me. Or recast her. One of those two. Give us somebody that actually has a personality. What is this They had this Hmm. character that just could have fucking rolled up and fixed everything and Somehow yeah. couldn't. <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. It right. didn't work that day. Well, she can only do it in the comics. <laughs> oh, she that's can't, right. Brie Larson can't fucking show up and fix a goddamn ah, thing. That's so, it. It's her. Yeah. So she you can't know. fix her YouTube numbers. Remember when they tried to launch a channel and like make her? Yeah. It was like Mm-mm. nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. But I'm ready for fucking trailers, fucking bro. Trailers, dude. So we've got Planet of the Apes trailer here. Yeah, Kingdom. This is dude. Real I watched. Too. I've watched those other Planet of the well, Apes movies. Loved them. We have to go back here for Andy Circus, like Lord of the Rings. I mean, they were, that was one of the first were, times Andy Circus put the suit on for Gollum. So this is a reboot, right? On not program. A, I'm not sure. Because because the 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 past the past few movies in the series. That, that whole so there ain't thing. no James Franco in this. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Well, the, those three <laughs> movies still hold up. They're good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Except Real there's serious. one. There's one. It's the one that has uh, Woody Harrelson in it. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Dude, there's a scene in that. I remember I was watching it. I think I was on vacation, and it just happened to be on TV. I was kicked back just watching it, and it's the scene where. He's trying. He's running into the encampment because mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson's got all the all the the other types of uh, apes, you know, garden with him, and you, you know, mm-hmm. there's a moment where 
Caesar gets shot and he's got this thing of grenades strapped around him. The way they make him take a bullet and flip in slow motion, I fucking spit my drink out, dude. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. That one was a little all over the top, but it was good overall. I'm hoping that this is a continuation of that version of Planet I think they're going to go back to like when it started and then. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What I want to add yeah. before I play this trailer, because I meant to say it earlier. The only way I'm all right with him replacing Kane is if it's Matthew McConaughey and he's like, I mean, things are weird, man. You know, it's <laughs> just that if it's Matthew amazing. McConaughey sitting there in the cave with his feet up, I'll look Cyrus. <laughs> it's like, it's rolling like, his man, fingers you know, together. I'll just, see you, you know, soon. All right, all right, yeah. all right. And then she stabs him. Come on. You see, right. I, so you see, you see, I, I wasn't always traveling timelines see yeah. until until i made a temp pad now that that was the game changer oh when the temp pad showed up things really changed uh <laughs> and he's just hot boxing it the whole time with his fucking stoner voice there's yeah. so many di- man there's so gosh darn many different versions of me man one was playing bongos yeah one was a high school i hung out with woody harrelson like, <laughs> all right they well, might be related I mean, have y'all read, have y'all read into that? No. Okay. So apparently like, (laughs) um, Woody Harrelson's mom had a one night stand with somebody and there's, she had a baby, but put the baby up for adoption. Brother. Dude, we'll check it. It might be after the pod. We'll, we'll do a a little dive into it, but yeah, dude, there's some theories. Yeah. The third brother. They got the same energy. Yeah, they do. Just all calm, cool, collected. They're from uh, the similar area in Texas. They probably you know, hang like, out. I mean, oh, they do. They might live together. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm ready for this Planet of the Apes right, trailer. Here we go. Nope. <laughs> That's the yeah. Marvel. Yep, that it backed up. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, that's on program. Yeah. So he's there. Bro, he got a horse. I think that was Andy Circus doing another voice. Oh. Okay. In this world gone mad, we won't spank the monkeys. The, the monkeys, monkeys will, will spank, spank us. It's looking good. Mm. Mm. So we've been here before. Mm-hmm. Now they're the monkeys are showing up. The apes are like, oh, there's guns and ships and 
But for some reason so, this time they evolved faster than we did. So that, I mean, it looks like a continuation. It does. Oh, I definitely mean, any circus. Yeah. The horse, he was riding a horse and had a hawk. He's like, I did side quest. Yeah. <laughs> got a we hawk. Got His one. name is fucking Daryl. Many years after the reign of Caesar, a young ape mm. goes on a journey that will lead him to question everything he's been taught. So this is like way in the future. That guy, the the ape that it cut to that was talking and wearing the necklace, mm-hmm. that's him. That's Andy Circus doing the voice for that thing because it was that deep yeah. on program. I can yeah. hear him in there. William probably, H. Mason is he directing or? No, it's being dir- some others. Okay. So Wes Ball is directing it, which we talked about earlier. That's um, working on the um, fuck. The, he got he was attached to do the uh, Zelda movie. Bad. Uh Written by Patrick Ason, Josh Friedman, and Rick Jaffa. Which one of them did Prey? Okay. Um. One of them did uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Jurassic World, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Avatar, Way of Water. And that we was really gotta Rick watch Chaffle. that, by the way. Yeah, I, I need to watch it, yeah. I mean, at some point we're going to have to watch them both because I don't think we've covered those. So yeah, that's going to have to be something that goes together. Yeah, maybe December. Yeah. But yeah. So it, it is a continuation, which is great. Like I'm, I'm down. Like keeping it rolling. Yeah, for sure. See, I knew there was no. Was James Franco? He was in the That's original. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's still connected to this. Yeah, Caesar. It's, he yeah, was yeah. in the reboot, the start. Did he die or yeah. something? Because so he ain't here no the, more. Whenever that gas, like they released that virus, and he the people did. No, I think the. Well, okay. yeah, I think I can't remember. Nah, I, there's so many. Either the monkeys or the humans released this like thing, and it was killing the humans and uh, also killing the monkeys. Like but, oh. but certain people were immune to it, and certain people weren't. And he wasn't immune to it. So, was that emotional? Uh, well, he died off screen. Oh, yeah, like they go back. They go back to the house that Caesar was raised in by Franco. Oh, in wait a minute. Movie. I think yeah, I yeah, kind of yeah. remember that. Yeah, because the house is all grown out. Scenes like house, where he's... <laughs> <laughs> where he's... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. He <laughs> lost train of thought. Yeah. But what? he went back home because yeah. he got that picture of him and Franco. Oh, yeah, I think I remember some of that. Season, I watched, yeah. like, two, maybe three of them. I, I think I've seen all of them so far. How many? I think there's three. Okay. I remember watching it, but I'm over here like, uh, like I think look, it was. Here's the thing, man. Like, it looks cool, and it's all good, but it's not the original. Yeah. There's just something about the way that looks and yeah. plays and the... the Practical effects versus the CGI, yeah, chimpanzee. So we got uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, that was War the first the, one, yeah, yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes, and I was thinking there was another one, 
but that might be it. Well, like the way that it started was that the fo- it was the fall of humans, yeah, and the ape stepped up. That's like, yeah. oh, that makes sense. You're next in line, you know. It's you and dolphins, and it's they're kind of stuck. No, there was another one. There was definitely three of them. Because Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was For the middle sure one. there was three. What was the other one? Was it Rise? Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. That's the one where they're like, we're taking it back. Let's see. My internet's being super slow, or IMDb is just being... Yeah, it's 2011 weird. James Franco, yeah. So there's three of them so far, so this will yeah. be number four. Okay. Yeah. It took a while. That was 2011, the last one? No, the last oh. one was 2017 with uh, Woody Harrelson. Okay. I yeah. don't think I've seen that one. It's not bad. He goes crazy. Is he the he bad plays, guy? Yeah. He, well, it depends on what side you're on. But sure. Like, <laughs> if you're on the chimpanzee you, side, he's a bad guy. Are you team monkey or team no. human? Well, you know, I mean, like, when it comes down to it, I'm over here like, who's winning? man has failed us. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm giving the speech that dude Hugo Weaving did. <laughs> Man has failed us. Let the it's monkeys like, give it a go. And then someone's like, it's not a monkey, it's an ape. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, you know? Because <laughs> if someone calls it, I'm like, dude, it's a monkey. Yeah. All monkeys are monkeys. Yeah. The little one from Ace Ventura, the one that Michael Mon- Jackson owned. Monkey. They're all monkeys to me. Yeah. Like orangutan. I ain't got time to sit around and learn these monkey names. No. They're all monkeys, dude. But if they're they cool. Be, if they want to be named, they'll sign me their yeah. actual name. Caesar, got it. Like Bobo, there was one at the, uh, the zoo in Atlanta. His name was Willie B. Willie B lived cool. to be 39 years old. He was a a, a gorilla. But he would I mean, just sit around like, dude, he would prop up and just look cool. Like he knew he had fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like, my public awaits. He really did. <laughs> he would like pose and just, will he be? Man, I wonder. He died. <sighs> I hope they gave him a good funeral. It was better than Harambe. Like this dude died. He was a, he was 39. Yeah. He just he died of like natural causes. Like. Yeah. Arumbe was out there trying to like save people. <laughs> and you know, he's probably going to save them. They've done it before. Yeah. We've seen videos where they save them. Yeah. But they just shot him down. It was like, he didn't give or him they tried to, to adopt cool. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next yeah, trailer. Sure. I hope everybody else is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What's this footage? Old footage. Is it? Is it all old? Yeah. Yeah. It's old footage. Old footage. Yeah, that was old. All right. We're getting into the new. Not yet. No, this is new footage. Yeah. Okay. Matrix. Oh. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's kind of happening right now. This is not as lighthearted as the other. Yeah. Remember the other trailer? Yeah. Oh, they got a little. They got a little slow-mo. We're Avengers. All right, space fights are cool. Um, cool. Oh, here's the comedy. Why does the why does Samuel L. Jackson look different? I don't know. Like, and why? And who was showing up in that in game? Like they're scene? here. Yeah. Oh. It's time, traveling, it's time traveling. It's time traveling. Captain America. Is that a thing? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Okay. He went it's back and lived the, his life. The, the, oh yeah. Version of him That's that right. returned the stones. Well, he don't show well, up there though. He's like, I'm here. Well, and thinking of that, like whenever he went back in time to return the stones, he went back and lived his life allegedly with a uh, chick. That's right. Wasn't that- wouldn't that create a variant timeline with him doing that? Make something. So wouldn't anyway, we're not going to get into it, but, uh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we'll have to peep it when it dry. I ain't going to the theater, but we'll have to watch the movie just to see. I think we're going to have to, I think it might make secret evasion make sense. I don't know about being good, but make sense. Maybe. Cause we'll (laughs) see. We'll have to watch it. We watched the other one. Yeah. We're Marvel locked. The family plan. Y'all ready? Yeah. I'm playing. Everybody good? Here we go. Oh, I'm shit. Walmart, dude. What? No. Yeah. Hey. It's the chick from yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She smells so pretty. Yeah, dude. Oh, he's getting attacked. He's a former assassin. Jump around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. You've been there for how many years and then that happens? It's like, yeah. Look, the wife don't even know. He's like, I had a past life. All right, we're going. It has the filter of the hangover. Yeah. They're going to Vegas. And due date. Yeah. Oh. We found it. Yep. That's <laughs> okay. Mandalay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you laughing now. That's a pretty good idea. They got the kid from who look who's talking. I don't know. Why didn't they just do the originalized house baby? Shit. That looked like a Netflix movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it don't look bad, no. but it makes sense why it's going straight to streaming, first sure. of all. And it's Apple's um, like, ooh, I want to be playing. Yeah. But, you know, might peep it. Black Friday or something. I'll watch it on the side. Yeah. So we got some Echo. Yep. Echo. Studios. Echo. 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 <laughs> Stop. Collaborate. Right, Echo. Yeah. Making sure everybody's nobody's got an ad that we're all good. No, nah, we're good. I'm you good, good. Trev. Mm. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Echo. Have y'all seen this? No. I saw it on Twitter. Watch this shit. He's like, I don't know what you want. He's making fun of her. Cause she can't, you know, she's deaf. Look at this dude. Kingpin gonna kill oh. that dude to death. Oh, he's gonna fuck him up. Okay, are we getting old Kingpin back? I mean, he's Sopranos, you know? Mm. I like it. You want ice cream? They do this thing in this trailer with the audio. It's kind of cool. Here it comes. There's a fight scene where the audio's not like it should be. Should have been Michael Rooker. He's trying to groom her to be the next him. But it's not taking hold. Damn, right on screen like that? Yeah. Look at this. Was that Daredevil? Was it? I think it was. No, you're not. Oh. He's not dead. All episodes streaming? So they're not even going to release them. But wait, well, hold on. Is that streaming to Disney Plus? Yeah, I think so. It's a show. Because it said TV, MA, Hulu, and Disney. I'll go back. I'll pause it. Set your Disney Plus profile to TV MA to stream. Okay, uh, okay. Mature. But We're dude, getting darker. I'm, We're getting ready for Punisher, you know? Yeah, and Daredevil. Like, yep. here's what all I'm going to say. We got five episodes here, it says. 
Um, Does it all drop same day? All right. Listen to this. Yeah, that's what it says. So Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox are confirmed to be in all five episodes. Hell yeah. So. He was in that trailer. Yeah, January the 10th, they're dropping all of them. They're not even releasing them as weekly. So. I'll probably watch them all pretty quick, like, but we can spread them out, you know? Yeah. I mean, I we could just lock in that. Oh, and do it as a whole? And, yeah, and do the whole thing. I mean, five episodes. They're going to yeah. be like 30 to 45 minutes That's a piece. A Why not? That's a lot yeah. of the rings. Yeah. We can do <laughs> That's that. That's the new standard. Oh. I don't think I've ever watched I, The next one will be the longest one i haven't even looked at the third one the third one i think it's the i don't think it's over four hours no i think it's just the two towers is over four hours let's get it all right we got kevin more kevin hart well more i mean dude is that not red slayer with him i don't know it looks like her doesn't it yeah, it kind of does, yeah. Wait, you'll see her in a scene. She's here straight from Loki. Oh, this is what she's doing in the downtime? Yeah, Robin Banks. <laughs> it looks like her, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's I think her. her. Same voice. They're bank robbers. Is that the dude? Is it the same save guy from uh, the army, the not the zombie movie? Army of the so. Dead. What was? It? Yeah, it looks like him. I don't know. That guy. That guy. Oh, shit. Pretty sure that's Red Slayer, dude. How do you get it? <laughs> this is a Netflix movie. Yeah. Wait. That guy, I recognize those eyes now. Oh, what's the odds? This guy, those eyes, it's, I gotta look him up. So it has Vincent D'Onofrio in it. We saw mm-hmm. him earlier, Sam Worthington. That guy's eyes. I can't figure out who he... Wait. I mean, it looks fine. It's got... It looks... 
Arthur from Peaky Blinders in it, dude. <laughs> Peaky fucking blinded, you know. Like, uh, uh, such a great show. I mean, it looks like a Netflix movie, you know. For sure. Starring Kevin Hart. Got an ad, got to wait. Yeah. I got about South y'all's Park PlayStation. Mine's South Park. Cool. I'm going to pause it when it gets to the end. Or hopefully it's soon. Yep. Not playing that. All right, mine's done. Yeah. All right. You see the name of this movie? Bad CGI Gator. Is this real? It is. <laughs> and okay. it, I thought this was funny. I saw this and was like, okay. I mean, this I'm ready cool. to peep it. All right. On a raunchy getaway. Phone's not on. Uh. Oh! Through the laptop (laughs) door? Oh! A yep. reptile dysfunction? That's yeah. pretty funny. Oh, I don't know what that guy's from. Look <laughs> at this in the window. So the laptop gave him bad graphics. Yeah. Like, this is... Look! Did you see what it did? I like how they lean into it. They're like... Yeah. The alligator's gonna look like shit, so let's just... That's funny. That's why I did it. I would would watch that. PlayStation. Yeah, I got a PlayStation. PlayStation. Plus... Venom. You're wrecking our trailer. All right. Uh, it's done. Yeah. So oh, we got another monarch? Well, it says exclusive opening scene. So I'm guessing this is the. I hate to not drop it. Because yeah. it did drop this week, and it's like, we, we, we want to see it, you know? Everybody, Everybody's saying it's amazing, by the way. Well, this has. Uh, John Goodman and just carries the whole was this three minutes and 25 seconds yeah I'm playing it (laughs) you hear the guns yeah is this Kong Skull Island I think it is. When he runs to the edge, throws it in the water, you'll see here. It's like the whole opening scene. Look at this. Yeah, he ain't running that fast. Look at this superimposed head. Dan ain't running that fast. No. No, not with that. The Super 8, uh uh-uh, he dropped it. 
It looks like Skull Island, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those things were at Skull Island, yeah. Man, if you thought you were scared of spiders. Yeah, fuck you know, that. Especially the small ones. The big one? Watch this, though. Crab people. Reunite! Put He got it in a... It's a bank bag. Money bag? Uh. Rough waters. Hang on. Troglodyte. You know? What the fuck? It's a hermit crab, dude. I like to get a crack at that claw with some fucking butter. You yeah, know? right. Some good good eating right there. Look, he's running around. Yeah. Arachnophobia up here. Oh, shit. Ripped his eye out. Man, they fell in the water. Run, you know? Yeah, get the fuck out. It's the whole opening scene. When does this drop? Soon, right? Yeah. Might already be out. No, I don't think it goes out. Look, there's his little package with the film reels. Damn, look at this, though. Whoa. Talk about living there a long time. It's kind of cool how it's in Japan. Yeah. Jera. Oh, bunch of fish. What's that? Suicide. Yeah, that shit would be. That was like twenty years. Yeah. No, if not more, it went through the seventies. He's like, I'll set this aside. Oh, it's going to be good. It looks great. What is it? What was the date there? Um, it was covered up. Yeah, let me go back and see if I can see it. No, there's a fucking ad, man. Yeah. Well, I can look that up. We don't need to know that. Does anybody have an ad here? Uh, I just skipped it. I'm good. Well, I'm on the, yeah, I went ahead and was like, mm -mm." Minus one? Yep. I mean, I had to put them back to back. Of course, right? this is the Japanese version? Yeah, this is the Japanese follow-up to Shinko. It's crazy these are coming out at the same time. That's all I was saying. Great time to be a Godzilla fan. Yeah, or live. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well. I didn't do it. Mm. Oh. That's the USS whatever, you know? Yeah. Who did this? I got you. Who you think Ooh. did it, you cuck? <laughs> Look under you. Yeah, December. Oh, That's a strange time. 
This reminds me of that movie, that war movie we watched. Oh, the eighty, the Jap- yeah, eighty-eight hundred or yep, the eighty-eight or whatever. The eighty-eight. It just look the at colors. this. This is gonna be good. Yeah, we might have to pair this together with Monarch. Oh, here he comes. But you know what I always say when it comes to Godzilla? Fuck the, fuck city, the city, say save the day, dude. Yeah. He's going to have to fuck something up. And it might be the government, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> just the first one where he lets them know. Dude, they're doing a reboot. They're starting over here. I think this is a prequel. Oh, the one with the long tail? Yeah. Mm. There it is. Mm. Orcs are around, you know? He's about to melt something. God. Oh, dude. A fucking prequel. Oh, shit. That's going to be so good in IMAX. Yeah, right. I got a good burger. Hell. I got an ad. Yeah, I got a good burger one. Journey to Bethlehem. I've seen that. I'm sorry. You have to set through that. It's not going to go over well. No, that's cool. I'm back up here. We got the fall guy. Remember? I thought this was the when I was like, the free guy. I got got them mixed up. This is the Ryan Gosling stuntman movie. Okay, okay. Remember? We we read yeah. an article about it. Hell yeah. I'm going to play it. Looks good. Okay. Mm, is this Mad Max? Or uh, it's Mad Max meets... Or was it Cartman Mike? Mad Man Mike? What was his name? Stuntman Mike? Stuntman. Look at this. Mm. A bad name. What? Emily Blunt? Is that Emily Blunt? Like so, yeah. Ain't James Blunt, but it could be. When he goes home, he's like Brad Pitt once upon a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. You know? Yeah. This is a good idea for a movie. I'm excited to see this. She's so charming. She is. He is too. I... I'm pretty sure that's Bradley Cooper. This is. Is that Bradley Cooper? (laughs) Sip a tie, my dame.
Do it at the same time. Same time. He's going to stop, man. It. <laughs> This looks good. What's Riff Raff doing there? It's Stuntman Mike. It's Brad. It's. I like how it's got that on the nose. Yeah. That Nick Cage movie. Just. <laughs> uh oh shit engage your core <laughs> <laughs> what is this this ain't netflix oh shit I mean, that's. Oh. Hell yeah. Looks good. I like it. Yeah, it looks good. Good song choice. Yeah. Oh. Shogun? I don't know if this is a remake, but do y'all remember the original TV show? It was called Shogun. Y'all remember that? Seventies, eighties, like, like this might be connected to it. I think it is. I didn't have right. time to look into it, but I think David Carradine may have been on it. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. But we'll see who's in charge here. This has got to be a show. Yeah, this looks good. I don't think it's connected. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Dude. Like Game of Thrones, but it's Japan. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing there? Yeah, why is he there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he supposed to be a Mortal Kombat? Because, okay. Because it's about right time for some samurai shit to come back. Yeah. Oh. Where's fucking Benedict Wong at? Oh, so he's going to be the person you follow. He rolls into town. This looks good. Damn. Yep.
This does look good. I feel like he shouldn't have been in the trailer. No. I'm still ready for it. It looks good. That's new. It's fresh. February. Thanks. I'm down to check it out. Yeah. Very much down. It's going on the back burner. All right, next one. Add Sherman Williams. No, I don't have an ad. I got to skip. All right. Stop. Can we all oh. agree that uh, that FX is the most underrated oh, studio dude. to Fargo, put out bangers? For sure. Like, uh, I think they have uh, the Americans. Is that FX? Mm-hmm. I think that's FX. I think uh, it's always of- sunny. A lot of great shows, man. The one where the guy saw the unicorn in the mirror? What was that one? He saw something weird in the mirror. Remember that? That was FX. It was, um, yeah, that was Christopher Happy. Yeah, that's the name of it. All right, we're at the end, boys. Everybody got the ad out of the way? Oh, yeah. You're ready, but you ain't. Separate time out there. Violence, violence. Well. They always do this. No subs. Awesome. A lot going on. Crank that pistol. Dude, Dawson's backstory for Street Fighter looks awesome. happening blown Mm -hmm. out voice comes in god damn what's up with this beating little bathtub cop beating Is that a pot leaf? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Upside down. Mm-hmm. 
So creepy. Well, was that a movie or what? I don't know. <laughs> dun, na, 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 dun, na, na. That's my new, like, that's what you sing to yourself when you're waiting on a hot pocket to go. Yeah. I'm leaving that activity. I'll give it a so What are we watching next week? The Two <laughs> Towers, right? Is that the next yeah. one? Yeah, that's the next one, yeah. Two Towers. Not one. What's the yeah? But two. What's the runtime? Let me do run time. Oh, run time. The normal run time is two hours and fifty nine minutes. Let's see extended. Uh well that's the audio book. Hold on. Two hours fifty nine minutes. That's the full run time of this movie. Damn, it got its full run time. Out the gate. Wait, hold on. I'm right there with you. I had the other one copped, which was Return of the King. That's 2003. The Two Towers is three hours and 55 minutes. Okay, because here's the original, 259. So... There's a at least hour. Minutes, yeah, a whole fucking hour. I'm excited. Yeah. And then I'm over here like see. I'm excited to watch. Where the fuck did I go? It. Well, uh, the Return of the King is four hours and twenty three minutes. I can tell you that. Just from looking at it. That's yeah. So that is wow. the longest. Yeah, that's it. I thought the two towers was four hours, four and a half hours. I did too. Well, because I thought that I thought the second one was Return of the King when I was in there poking around. Yeah, but then I see <laughs> pokering around. Yeah, I did no pokering, Gandalf. I swear. I'm excited. So we get the Loki finale. Oh. Two Towers. We get Gollum in his full He shows up. Because in that first one, they show him where he's looking through the rails. He's holding on to the wood in the mine. He's like, you know? (laughs) And you just see his eyes, and it's like, that's CGI as fuck. Andy Circus, dude. Yeah. I feel like Andy Circus, you know, when he gets in the shower in the morning, he probably smokes for that on program voice. Yeah. He gets sure. in the shower in the morning, does the golem, trying to cough up the. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I didn't know that the dude that plays fucking Gimli is also the guy from fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, Gimli. Hey, yeah, so the guy that plays the dwarf in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. He plays the guy, he plays Sola from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the guy that lives in Egypt what? that's hanging out. With, yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah, the wow. guy goes, you oh go get God. him, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. 
That's crazy. Holy shit. That makes sense when you see his face because he's got the nose. Yeah. Like, what? On one of the uh, trivia things, it said that um, Christopher Lee was the only cast member that actually was able to met, able to meet J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. He's got... Y'all ever seen that video of him where he's like, I got some dark bugs? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Gimbley was in The Living Daylights, 007. He was in that movie. Wow. Cause of, because of my plex. It oh, pulls okay, him yeah. up and puts him in there. It's like, yo, he was in this movie. Small uh, role. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Dude, the life All that the Christopher Lee lived, though. Oh, it's going to be huge. He's he, so he was, fucking old. Like, but see, that, man, he, that man is larger oh, than life. Oh, he dude. goes back, dude. Yeah, it's really? crazy, man. Well, you know, his, his one, of, one of the big trivias from Lord of the Rings was that he corrected peter jackson's directing on how to kill a man from behind because he oh. actually has seen it happen and war. yeah because so yeah, he explains he was like you know it's not like in the movies where someone stabs and they go nah. ah you know like he goes when you come up behind someone and you stab them in the back like if you're ghosting them you don't make a pierce, sound. they just take a deep gasp and go yeah. <gasps> and then they're gone they're dead Wild. What a great fucking life that dude lived. Did that I'm one done. interview of him where he was like, they're <laughs> cult. Oh, oh yeah. It's crazy. Well, Y'all see he, it? He, he said he's had a few of them. And he goes, he, he just more or less warns. He's like, you know, when you look up for that stuff, you have to be careful because it'll, it'll corrupt well, your soul. Mighty Bush, the, the young cult. <laughs> it's good for your digestion. <laughs> That's it. All right, what's the next movie? Two Towers. Two Towers. Loki. The motherfucking checks in the mail. And the flag is fucking raised. <laughs>